warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Praise the Emperor. Shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga River, live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA. This is the Emperor's Court here on First World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I'm your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And our third seat is empty this evening. So we're back to the old school. We're back to the original two. Just you and I for now. All right. Uh, my apologies for having advertised our third host tonight. She will not be here. Moving on. Anyways, Highlander, how was your week? How was my week? Yes. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, we've uh, finally got some info back or some feedback on our theme for Worldcon, at least for our okay. bid anyway. Right. That's the, that's the communist theme. Uh, most people seem to like it. There are a few very old people that don't. Uh, not too many people are that upset about it. What, what I find ironic is that of the vast, vast majority of the response that we've gotten... It almost seems to be boilerplate. It's always, I get it. I think it's kind of funny, but I'm worried about other people. People, right. And it, I just find it, I, I almost want to put out like a blanket email saying, you know, you guys are all worried about everyone else. Everyone else doesn't really care. But other than that, everything's going pretty well. How about yourself, sir? It's been an absolutely shitty week, and it has yes. only gotten progressively worse, today included. Uh, for those who have followed the Facebook and Twitter, I have not done a great deal on it. Um, but uh, this week I had the death in the family. Mm-hmm. I had to bury my grandmother on Tuesday. That was, I'm sorry, on Wednesday is when we had the funeral. Tuesday was the wake, so it was kind of a rough week. Last weekend, obviously, we had my sister's wedding, so I was in town for that in Columbus. Right. And got through that. Uh, you know, I had some funny stories about the wedding and what have you during this week, but the motivation is kind of drained out of me for that kind of thing. Right, I understand, yeah. So, at any rate, yeah, it's just got progressively worse as the week has gone on and i cannot wait for tomorrow to start a new week and hopefully reset and go and i'm do sure it will else. i'm sure it will so uh what is emperor's twitter it's emperor's court it's the same it's not spelled always. like that either right <laughs> e-m-p-o-r-e-r emperor so, right 
Although I get a lot of people who actually send emails. That's how they always spell it. I'm not really sure why. Really? But they do. Now, yes. that's kind of strange because in order to send you the email, they do have to spell it correctly. Spell it correctly. Yes. Which makes you wonder. There is the irony. I, I don't know. I don't get it, but that's the case. Uh, here's the info you need to get in on the show. Here's how you can get in, touch with, can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g@cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quaknet.org in channel VTW. So no funny stories, no interesting events, no... I mean, we've had two weeks now since we were last on the air. No funny no funny stories. Any funnies, anything funny happen to me? Not really. Uh, anything interesting? Unfor- My apologies, by the way, for last Sunday. Uh, the great debate, which we taped a couple weeks ago, was supposed to air in place of the Empress Court since we were not here. It didn't get it played? Did not. Um, I don't know what happened. So, so they haven't heard it yet? They have not heard it. It's up there. It's uh-huh. actually on the archive list. Uh, it's not been made public. I don't know why it wasn't, but it was not. So okay. my apologies for that, ladies and gentlemen. It was great. It's an awesome debate. So you will, you'll definitely have to tune and listen to it. We were supposed to tape a second one. The echo is back. Okay, apparently there's... Okay, the echo when we do the uh, sound effects for whatever reason. Oh, okay. Not sure why that is. Now, the other debate we were going to tape was supposed to be this Tuesday, which obviously we did not do. And right. that was supposed to be... Excuse me. If I remember correctly, you taking up for Alexander the Great right. with Varyar, who is in, on his way back from Texas, as right. we speak, uh, taking up for Julius Caesar with yes. me moderating. That's correct, yeah. That's going to be a fun one, too. I think, Th- it'll I think be that'll fun. be I, I have to say, not to put down the original one that we did, right? but I think it would have gone a little better if we just did Napoleon voted up or down. Like, you, yes, me, no. What do you mean? I'm Napoleon. Like, you saying Napoleon was great, I'm saying Napoleon not being great. Okay, so you think it would have been better... Leaving out Robert E. Lee... Instead of competing against somebody else... Yes, just debating the merits of Napoleon on his own. Okay, I mean, I suppose you could, but... See, I don't know. I, I, to me, I like the competition of actually pitting him against somebody of, of equal, you know, skill in that uh-huh. same kind of time frame. But I can see your point. That there are enough negatives to anything because history is not black and white. No, no. It's obviously very, you know, lots of shades of gray. Sure. Alexander is a perfect example. Oh, absolutely. Tons of stuff he did, but it, then again, it depends on which Alexander you want to follow. That, that's what right. I've learned. And I, I have a huge library on Alexander the Great. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to write something on Alexander a while ago, which is why I got so many books and read up about him. It really depends on which which Alexander you're looking for. The real one or the one that you just want? I mean, just you want to... Well, it depends. Either you want to focus in on the conquer? Either he's a megalomaniacal in. drunkard or he was like a precursor to the United Nations and a, a friend to many people. You know, who knows? It, he was both, actually. And that's, again, that's history because not, not everything is always one way or another. Right. Shades of Grace seems like Robert E. Lee pun of some sort. No. Yeah, really. I, uh, no. It wasn't intentional. I certainly wasn't trying. So, anyways, we are a day away from Halloween. Uh, Hunter, what are you going to? What are you going, <laughs> what at? going? What are you going as? Ha- what am I going as? I'm, I'm, I'm going as I work that night. So. I see. Yeah, so, it so I'll be going as a person working. Got it. <laughs> a working stiff. I, I was thinking about Pun. You know, dressing up with like ripped jeans and like some weird fedora hat and going as an angsty teenager. Ah, uh, okay. I hate the world. It sucks. You know the uh, the the cool Halloween costume this year that, I, that? I saw uh, and an Occupy Wall Street protester. So basically, that's like the same thing, like a said. hippie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically a like new a age hippie. hippie. That's nice. what it looked like when when the girl trotted out or whatever. It looked like a hippie. So that's the well. I mean, it, it's not hard. You get no, a blanket. It's not you hard. Basically, just dress up like a homeless guy, and there you are. 
And you have like a sign. Yeah. But you, you've got to hit, you got to have a sign. Got to have, always got to have a sign. Somebody actually, I don't know if it was on Facebook or somebody showed me, uh, Mystic Mim showed me, it's like, I'm so pissed I made a sign. It's this sign the guy's carrying around. Oh, really? Occupy Wall Street <laughs> thing, so. Yeah, it kind of sucks for the Occupy Wall Street there in New York. They got dumped on by that snowstorm. Well, they're, they're, I mean, they're expecting it. I've been following them. They're, you know, they're gathering together blankets and sleeping bags and tents and all that. They're, they're going to stick it out. Maybe this is God's way of saying, get the hell out, you filthy animals, and go do something productive. Nah, I'm going to bring so. pneumonia and kill all of you. Nah. One we don't, hope. We don't have to get into hope. all that because it'll just, unless you want to get into it. Yeah, Spyro says, tomorrow is the anniversary of Emp throwing Pepsi cans at kids. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Smurfette says, I went as a sexy Pikachu. Everyone at the club loved it. Pictures or it didn't happen. That's right. Scrub Hobby, excuse me, I have to go occupy 99% of my couch. Well, then you need to lose some weight, there. son. <laughs> it could be a small couch. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> small couches are called chairs. Barry says, put a tent in your front yard, sit in front of it in a blanket. You are now occupy whatever your street name here, protester. That's true. You can go, like, I don't know, occupy... They do say occupy everything. Have you or, seen those or signs? Parma or whatever. I guess you could, but, but where I, would you? Where would you go? I actually, I've gotten quite a few. When we get to the mailbag, I, I filtered out some of it because some of it was just one side or the other. But right. what is? Maybe you can tell me because this right. is you're in touch with these people. Right. What the hell is the point of this? What are they going to accomplish? What's the point? What 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 is it going to accomplish? I understand what the Tea Party was supposed to do. And they accomplished quite a bit, whether you agree with it or not. Right. What the hell are these people going to accomplish other than annoying me? Actually, they're not even in Cleveland anymore. They're gone. The, they're there for two days, and they're gone. The big thing from what I can see is the big thing that they would want to do is to uh, close up the corporate loopholes so that corporations actually pay taxes rather than getting so far away from everything like that so that uh, they, okay. end up, they end up getting tax rebates. You know, like GE, who paid nothing in nothing. taxes. Nothing, and yet who's, things like and that. who's Obama's biggest supporter? GE. Go figure. Money and politics do not mix. Uh, At least they shouldn't And yet shouldn't this, uh, this asshole's out there saying, I'm, I'm, I'm with the Occupy people. At the same time, he's going to all these rich bastards for money. The hypocrisy on both sides is actually phenomenal. Oh, yeah. That's, okay, I'm, so do you and, think... And, and, and that's another thing that they want to try and get money out of politics, which I don't know how you're going to yeah, do Yeah, I that. don't think you can. No, but that's another thing but, that they want. All right, so by sitting in some park in New York or Denver or wherever, you know, 15 people in Portland... It's not going to get the corporations say, oh, we feel bad. Okay, we're not going to use the loopholes that are actually written into the system by the IRS. It's not like they're cheating the no, system. No, what you have to do is legal. you have to get your, your local representatives, you know, knock on wood, whatever that's going to be, to try and, you know, Got get it. bills so, going through, which I know that there's one bill going through right now that's trying to do that. It's probably not going to get very far. So in we'll a bad economy where nobody's hiring, we're going to force companies to pay out more. Got it. All right. Yeah. Good. Yep. We we now have our point. Exactly. Is like is there like a national spokesman for this? Is there No, actually there it's deliberately not meant to be that way. There there is no leader. So of the it's Occupy like Wall the Street anonymous program. of the real world. I actually in many ways I would agree with that. I you. did see some people wearing a V from Vendetta. Because there are a lot of people from Anonymous there. Oh, I'm sure there are. Yeah, doing this. Manly stuff says protests are important, but Occupy Wall Street just seems unorganized and lacking goals to my foreign eye. Well, and to my uh, domestic eye here, being here in America, I am of the same opinion. I don't see the point. I, I see no focus goal. I see no agenda that actually has a chance of accomplishing anything. Scrooge says everyone else can be the 99%. I'm cool with that. I want to be one of the rich 1%. Yeah, but you're not going to be, so, so deal with that. Why not? 
Why can't be. he be? Do you, do you know the odds of that? that that's like saying you're going to go to Hollywood and be a movie star. You know, of, of, of the, what, two, three million people that go out there, maybe ten, Was Steve Jobs 11. born to a, a affluent family? Was Steve Jobs born? He was born to an upper middle class family. Okay, middle class. Yeah. Uh, what about Bill Gates? Bill Gates? I have no idea. Don't know. But uh, not everybody can be Bill Gates. Well, there's right. only there's only one Bill Gates. The point and there's is there's hundreds of millions of other people. Right. Well, guess what? Not everybody. And actually, Bill CEO. and actually, Bill Gates wants his taxes. No, raised. I'm he sure he does. On a record and I know that. so is Warren Buffett and all that. And that's fine. Let mm-hmm. him pay because they've got billions and millions. Right. Uh, my point is not everybody gets to be CEO. Somebody's got to flip the burger. Somebody's got to dig the ditches. Guess what? Not everybody gets to be exactly what they want to be. But you got to go out there, bust your ass, and do what you can, make the best living you can. So uh, too bad you don't get to drive the Ferrari. That doesn't give you a reason to get all pissy and occupy somebody's park. Not everyone's saying they want to drive a Ferrari. They just want things to be a little better than they are right now. No, they want things to be equal across the board. They want everybody who has money to give it to all those who don't. No, I thought you just said that they didn't have a specific goal. No, uh, no, that's actually what their point is. And like you just said, they want all these corporations to pay all the taxes, so they're paying their equal yes. fair share. Is there anyone who, who disagrees with that? I mean, do you disagree yes, with I that? Yes, I disagree with that. You disagree with yes. that? Yes. You don't think corporations should be paying taxes? I believe they do pay taxes. However, what, you're not, taxes. what you don't understand is, see, what you're thinking of the taxes that they get at the very end when they actually have the profit. The tax they're paying on all the pieces, parts, the labor, all the people they hire. Let's say, let's take a car company. Now, you're talking about the profits off the very top. Or like GE, who is a giant conglomerate corporation, owns NBC and many other things. Of course. The taxes they're paying on are like the bits and pieces that go into a car, the people who actually make it, all the sales tax to get it there, the transportation costs, all the taxes building up to it. Think of it as a tree at the very base. All the taxes they are paying are at the, at the base. When you get to the final top, when you actually sell the car, that's where the taxes are coming off of. That's what they're not paying. They're paying plenty of taxes. What people want is they want to now pay a corporate tax on the profits that they're getting, not just on what they pay to build that product or service and put it out there. You can't have it both ways. That's not exactly correct. Yeah, actually, it's pretty good. They're, they're getting a lot of tax rebates There's from loopholes. Okay. So the money that they're getting back from the government is negating any of those little tiny taxes that you're talking about as they steadily increase. Scrub Pipe says, hey, when I launch my new product, you'll see. I know. Let's occupy the Hutt River province, not for the OS. I have no idea what that is. Just so Emperor can get a province. It's the what? Uh, it's and I think it's in Australia. It's just like like the seven hundred hectare farm in Australia. And some guy said, "Screw it! I don't like the government anymore. I'm declaring myself." Oh, he's one yeah, of those yeah. crazy people. Right. Okay. So why can't everyone pay ten percent off the top? Because poor people don't pay any taxes of any kind. Period. See, that's what Highlander's not telling you is that the majority of Americans in this country do not pay taxes of any kind, no income tax at all, because they fall within that range where they don't pay. The middle class pays some, and the rich pay most. 1% of the people are the richest, also pay 65% of the taxes of the country. You want to talk about unfair. Oh, I don't so, think that's unfair at all. They have don't? the money. Okay. No. Okay. Have, so American, who's, supposed, who's supposed to pay so it the then, the poor? rule is then, be good, just don't be too good. No. Be great, just don't be too great. That's not Otherwise, what it we'll is we'll penalize you for it. Got it. Moving on. Please. So... We have a bunch of topics to get to this evening. Um, people ask me why I'm pissed. Uh, you know what? I, I've been wrestling with this now for a couple hours to whether to address it. And uh, I think I'm probably going to pass on it. Uh, know this. There are a fair few times when I've actually gone on this microphone and actually been legitimately angry. Something you can say is a bit of a, a characterization of kinds. Perhaps I go over the top of it. Trust me when I tell you that I am not in this case. I am not in a good mood. 
Had this not been an hour and a half before showtime, I probably would not be doing the show. That's how pissed off I am. The problem is I'm not really sure what to do about it, so here we are. We have a bunch of different topics to get to tonight. Highlander, we do have all of our segments, if I remember correctly. We do. Okay. Uh, Varyar, I don't know why he was in Texas. Uh, I do know that he got into a bar fight at Fort Worth. That's what he tells me. He is on his way back from Texas. He is listening this evening. So, Varyar, if you can go ahead oh, and text him or call. Is he driving back? I assume, yes. He drove to Texas from here? Right. Jeez. That, that's my understanding. I don't know if he flew there or That's like what. at least a two-day trip. So... No comments, little Rex. But um, yeah, I don't know what his deal. I don't know if he went down there for the World Series or if he just went. To, I, I have no Did idea. He just what go he to go. Is. Does he have family down there or friends or? I don't know. I I would imagine he probably just went with some buddies and went down. Because I mean, if I if, if you're like you know road trip from here, Fort Worth probably would not be on my top ten list. Not that I have anything against Fort Worth. It's but just not if you're going to go. It's not to really Texas. practical. Yeah. Now, I probably would go to Houston or Dallas. Now, or, Zan yeah. says, now, did he win the fight, the bar fight? Ah. That's the important detail on it. <laughs> uh, he's, scrub up, he's a Marine. Of course he won the fight. Uh, my guess is, unless he was severely outnumbered, I assume he probably did. I, we will have to ask him next time he's in studio, I would think, probably next weekend. <laughs> he comes rolling in looking like Steven. Have, have you seen Steven? Yeah, Thomas I have. Face? Right, right. Looks like a cartoon character. It, I thought he was in, like, makeup and smiling. I thought it was, like, a Halloween costume. Yeah, like had, it like, was... Like, jeez, why, why would you let a picture like that go out? Just say you got hurt and that's that. You, people don't have to because see Because immediately everybody jumps I mean, to the conclusion that he's a, he fell off the wagon, now he's a drunk, and he got high, and he fell and well, slipped the, in his... Well, the picture doesn't help him. Right, anything. no, it doesn't. No. It absolutely does not. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that Steven Tyler doesn't give a crap. He's like, I'm Steven Tyler. It could I've be. I've got millions. Maybe you know. this is American Idol publicity stunt. I, I don't know. I don't I, I don't care. I don't give a damn about him. I believe this is a your Texting those. Yep, yeah, it is. Let's and see what, what does he say? Well, I don't think he's going to admit he got his ass kicked. Let's see. Hang on. Was he pulled over by the cops after the fight? Well, no. If, if anything, the cops would have stopped the fight. He wouldn't have. Oh, he says, nope. I'm flying, and it was a three-day business conference. So is he how, listening while he's how in is the he air? List? I don't think you – unless – is there Wi-Fi on, I, on the planes now? Far you are. Are you actually listening to this while you were on the plane? That's amazing, technology. If that's <laughs> – if that's the case, that's pretty badass. That but is I don't pretty know badass. That it is, I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, I'm, I'm sure on some flights they have you know a, a Wi-Fi thing. But, but only Voyar would go to, to on a three-day business conference and somehow wind <laughs> up in a bar fight. <laughs> that That is that's right up his alley. It is. Uh, speaking of Texas, I did find out one of the, the interesting things about having all the family come in for the funeral was I did get to find out about uh, several ancestors and stories and all that of, of this, that, and the other. And as it turns out, that one of my uh, ancestors, one of the, um, in a direct line going back, uh-huh. fought and died at the Alamo. Was, uh, really? Uh, I think David Bowie's lieutenant. Wow. And has his name etched into the uh, what, Alamo. What was an Irish guy doing all the way out there? You're kidding me, right? Irish friggin' everywhere. Actually, there was an Irish brigade, the St. Patrick's Brigade. Well, they do breed which, like rabbits, so, you know. Which defected from the United States and fought for the Spanish during the Mexican-American War. Right. Uh, let me pull it up here, and I will show you. Oh, you don't have to show me. I, I, I believe you. Yes, but I want to show you anyways. Of course. Uh, so it's on the Internet? Sure. The okay. Alamo. Alamo. Oh, look at that. Uh, da, 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 da. Died in defense of the Alamo. Uh, okay, so I made a Facebook about it. That's I'm, wow. Hang on, um, Heroes of the Alamo. Yeah, that's probably it. 
And that's just a name of everyone. And this there. is just a name of every single person there. Oh, right. Another guy from Ireland. There's a guy from Scotland right there. Guy from England, England, England. Hang on. Well, let's see. There is. Damn it! I it might be on Wikipedia. I remember I just read. I I didn't believe it at first, and I actually went there. It is. Uh, blank, blank. That's his name. Alamo Defender was a resident of Refugio County, who served in the Alamo garrison with the rank of lieutenant. He may have been one of the volunteers who accompanied James Bowie to the Alamo, where he died in the Battle of the Alamo on March sixth, eighteen thirty-six. Okay. So yeah, we've actually. Believe it or not, we actually traced this name, and I'll be damned, he really is an ancestor of mine. I did not know. Wow. Well, Apparently, you... everybody else in the family knew. I didn't. Oh. And I do know that um, we also have a Super Bowl-winning coach in the family. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that a couple that years ago. That was kind of cool. Yeah. So, and, of course, people are swapping stories, and you know, there's a U.S. ambassador in there from one side of the family. And Yes, man. This stuff. Napoleon was an ancestor. Of yeah, I'm French. I just didn't yeah. know it. So, uh, Of course you can, actually. True. Yeah. Sorry. Fire is texting back in. Let's see what he's got to say here. Uh, no, he just got home. Oh, okay. And the cops broke it up before we really got going. Mexican bar watching the series. Well, if you're home, why the hell aren't you here? It's only 630. It takes Jet a half hour to get you. You could be here at a quarter after seven. You could be here for two hours. Since the third chair is now open, you might as well come in and sit down and enjoy it. Um, so that's... Apparently, uh, someone's got a picture of it. Or? Yes, I believe. Well, no, of her. Oh, Smurfette is the Pikachu. That okay. Okay. Got it. Looks more like a hoodie. Yeah, but, it does. Uh, That's not really a costume. That no. I fail. Fails. No. That is. See, what? Yeah, That's see, not a costume. That's a hoodie. That's how I was walking through Spencer's and found something on the clearance rack. Yes. Three bucks. That's a hoodie with two socks on the top. Right. This is terrible. No yellow. I figured we'd be like. Okay. You want to see a hot, a hot Pikachu? I could show you a hot Pikachu. I would be interested. All right. First break. I will show you the picture, and if you agree, we can now, show it to IRC. What should have happened was should have got like just like a yellow bra, and then that's like, pretty much ears, what the one I'm. That's and then a much, tail. That's the one that I'm right. thinking of. Yes, that I've seen. It's pretty much that. That's what I would have done. So, but what is it? God. Okay. There's a guy at work I work with who uh-huh. does not know I am doing this show has been texting me for the last three days about what costume he thinks he should. I think he should wear. Sub-Zero or Master Chief or Scorpion. Um, now, this gentleman, this guy is Indian. I told him eh, it may not be a good idea to walk into this particular building where the security is going to see you wearing a mask on Halloween. You're, you're allowed to wear costumes? That Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, for this, I think they're, they're going to let you, but... Um, yeah, uh, then it would. He's probably the last. Actually, all, all three. Would don't all shoot yeah, you. All three have masks, so you're kind of screwed all the way around. If he's Indian. He could go as yes. he could go as Gandhi. He could go uh, as Gandhi. It's the only famous Indian that I know. Uh, apparently, our comments about the hoodie were not taken well. Well, either that's an offer or a threat. Say, okay, just witch. look at that. When I show you the the hot Pikachu right. costume, you will agree that okay. it is much better. Picks or it didn't happen in theory, Emp. That's Raj from Big Bang Theory. Now that wouldn't be that'd be easy to do. It's too. funny because <laughs> that's actually his name. That is, his name really is Raj. Oh, that's yes, hilarious. Yes. That is hilarious. So, uh, yeah, it's not much of a stretch then. So, no. All right. And the ears and tail costume was lame. The back of the hoodie and the tail on the back was lame. 
Well, I don't know. I would have showed more of the goods, and I don't think anybody would have thought that no. was lame. At least if you're a dude. Go for a Fidel Castro costume. Dress up as a pirate and claim religious discrimination when asked to leave. Nymph has the bad doll seam. The problem is you have to dress up just in a diaper. And you also have and to be, like, anorexic. Yeah, you really have to be, and you have to shave your head, and you have to be right, able to stretch red, your limbs, you have to be, like, stretch Armstrong. That red thing on top of your right. head, and then you have to, I don't know, I think that go, would be go a little, catch your arms. That would be a little weird. Yes. So Probably no one would get it. I probably wouldn't even get it right away either when I saw the costume. Yeah, because no one ever plays Dalsim in, in Street Fighter. No. No. Actually, which uh, is Which is why you should. Mystic Mim works with because a girl named Blanca. Are you serious? Yeah, like, wow. really? What's her finisher? I, I Shut work, up! On a, I, I, yeah. I work with a girl named Tila. Really? Yes. <laughs> and that is that, that's where the name came from. They were fans of He-Man. See, I don't know that that this, uh, the woman is old enough for that to have worked, but I did find that was kind of funny. I'm like, uh-huh. so is she green and kind of slobbery with orange hair? <laughs> Shut up! I know, what you, I know what you mean. I know that game. That's terrible. <laughs> I know that game. Yeah, oh, so man. like... I know what you're talking about. So... Yeah, they didn't go over well with Mr. Pim. No. But few things do. Diablo 3 free to World of Warcraft subscribers. Not a good sign, in my opinion. This is from Kotaku.com. Diablo it's 3 the- will be free to play for World of Warcraft subscribers, Blizzard announced at their convention. Starting today, you can go and sign up for the World of Warcraft annual pass. By making a 12-month commitment to the World of Warcraft, you will get Diablo 3 free when it launches. So how much is the 12-month pass? I have no idea. Well, if it's like 15 a month. Yep. So 15, well, well so. Let's say it's 12 bucks a month. So 15, it, 10 yeah. is 150 plus two more months. So it's, uh, so it's 30 bucks. So it's 180. And then you're probably getting some sort of discount because you're doing it 12 months. So say like 150. 150 to 180. So why do you think this is a bad idea? You, you just said I, this sounds why bad. Would, why would they be giving it away? I well, mean, that's what I don't understand either. That's what I don't understand either. It, the only thing I think of is they're, they're worried that it's not going to be as big of a splash as they think it might be. So if they can give away a ton of free copies, hmm. then they can turn around with a news article and say, all oh, these people have Diablo 3. It's this big, giant success. When in reality, only, say, half of them ended well, up actually buying it. Keep in mind, we know that Blizzard's their idea to make money off of Diablo 3 going forward is the microtransaction. Right. Which right. is people buying stuff from the auction house in an eBay-like format. Right. Maybe that's really what they're after. They're going to take... Maybe they're going to do... So, like, so they're willing to take a, a wash hit, on right, the... Early up on the game yeah. in the hopes that, like, Team Fortress is done with their hats, make it up in the back end through the transactions. That's interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm I don't. This. I don't know. You know what? Do me a favor, none left. See if you can pull up because Kotaku. A better article than yeah. Two this sentences? is only this is very briefly. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, one paragraph. Do me a favor. See if you can find an article that gives a better explanation rather than just us speculating as to why this is. But you're basically taking what a, a fifty dollar game, sixty dollar game. Yeah. And you're forcing people to continue to play World of Warcraft for a, a year. How bad off is Warcraft now that you have to string people along for a year? Well, have, haven't it's they a twelve month pass? Haven't they always had a twelve month pass though? I thought if they, they did. do. I I don't know many people that would have done it. I've known people who get the six month pass, but it's one hundred eighty bucks. No, according to uh, hang on, Zarek, it's uh, one hundred thirty. Let's see. Uh, I'm paying one thirty, and I'm getting Diablo three. Yay! Yeah, Kotaku is the one we got. No, so you can find something else that's that's got a little more uh, meat to it. 
It's actually cheaper for me since I was paying fifteen dollars a month before this deal. Well, I, yeah, they're going to well, catch it's you. It's cheaper a break. in the long run, but right. still, that's that's a big outlay to put out right away. Yeah, up front. Uh, that's the only. Th- oh, excuse me. That's the only ah. thing. Starcraft Two: The Heart of the Swarm. I don't know when that's coming out either. I have, I have no it. no idea. I got to tell you, last month or so, I have been. I have had no interest. Oh, that I I have something to talk about. Okay. But go ahead and say what we're going to say, because you just jogged my memory. Right. For the last month, I have not really followed the release dates of many games from now towards Christmas. I just, I really haven't. Okay. Um, Zerxus, so you still pay in monthly installments, Imp. No, they just announced the annual pass. Oh, okay. Right, so that's an annual of, pass. Okay, there seems to be a lot of conflicting... Huh. So that says, uh, coming up is Star Wars, uh, The Old Republic, Guild Wars 2, Secret World, Terra Online, possibly Wildstar Online, Dust, the Eve shooter MMO, Firefall, and Planet Side 2. There are a fuckload of big MMOs on the horizon. Yeah. Huh. But that's not what I was going to talk about. That will be why. So they're trying to lock people in I guess for the next year so they avoid buying those other titles. Okay. I could see that as a, as a viable excuse. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. I could see that. But, I'm sorry, you jogged a, a memory. Here. Yes. Uh, played and finished Batman Arkham City. That took not much time. No, it did not. But I'm, I'm one of those great. Um, I, I posted it on the boards, called my shot, Game of the Year. Again. Yeah, uh, Legal Tender said, I bet you Highlander's going to say Game of the Year. Again. Game of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> game of the Year. Best, best licensed game ever. That good. It was a fantastic. Well, now, which system did you get it for? 360. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, Fantastic. Pandaren BlizzCon 2011 gameplay video. Panda- oh, my gosh. Don't yes. even get me started on this Kung Fu Panda bullshit. Well, this video is private. <laughs> so what the hell was the point of putting it up there? I'm gonna chump, I'm gonna I, I haven't seen, but I, I have it on good account from several people that when uh, Blizzard announced it and showed the trailer at BlizzCon, yep. people were laughing in the aisles. They thought it was a joke. They didn't oh, think it would be serious. Really? People have been demanding Pandarens for years from back from Warcraft 3. They wanted it as a playable race on the new expansion. Pandaren's been around for a while. I'm surprised because they thought it was going to come out with Northrend, which would have made sense. Uh-huh. Uh, for those of you who couldn't attend BlizzCon, there's a short gameplay video of the Pandaren starting zone available at BlizzCon 2011. The quality isn't perfect, but a few people risked their lives recording it, which is, I'm sure, why it's, why it's private. I've, I think the reason why it's so funny is, is because of the recent success of, of Kung Fu Panda. I mean, it literally does look like Kung Fu Panda. Hmm. Because I do know they, they include the monk class. Right. As uh, Shriggs was telling me about this. So So with, with them, they, they're on the Alliance and the Horde side? Uh, because that, that's what, that's what guess. it looks like right there. Yeah. So probably not the final version of the game. You have to admit they're a pretty cool company. Da, 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 da. I think the other big thing is that they're, they're upset because the... Um, What's the name of the, the werewolf, the, the worgen? Worgens, yeah. They haven't really done much backstory with them. You don't really know too much about them. They just sort it's of... nobody gives a shit. It was they, a exactly. they, they just oh, sort of put them in, cool. and, then, you know, and then they didn't really do anything with it. And so. then they realized that a lot of people just don't care. Right. Uh, look, the backstory and all that stuff kind of went out the window. I, I don't think a lot of people even care anymore about the story of Warcraft. They really don't. I still need to... Uh, viruses, I still need to play Arkham, but don't uh, forget the holidays have a lot... Of high-profile releases coming. Absolutely. Uh, the, the next one I will be buying is uh, Skyrim. Oh, Everybody's I am, waiting on that one. I am jizzing my pants over that one. And if that link was meant for the 12-month deal, that's uh, in the middle of the article. Yeah, I was getting to that. I just hadn't caught up to it. So, Anyways, with Deathwing Shadow looming over Azeroth in the mortal realms of Sanctuary, stealing 
For War Against mm. the Force of Diablo, the World of Warcraft annual pass has arrived to offer WoW subscribers a chance to participate in both apocalyptic conflicts without breaking the bank. <laughs> For a limited time only, players who make a 12-month subscription commitment to World of Warcraft through the WoW annual pass will receive the following epic rewards. Number one, Diablo 3 free. Download the digital version via Battle.net for free when the game launches early next year. This is the full game, not a trial edition. Number two, Tyrael's Charger while flying mount. Ride for the Archangel of Justice on all current and future characters on a single World of Warcraft account. <clears throat> Tyrael's Charger will arrive via in-game mail with the upcoming launch of Patch 4.3. And finally, access to the next WoW expansion beta test. Get a guaranteed spot in the beta test for the next World of Warcraft expansion at a time to be announced in the future. If you buy the Collector's Edition, you will also get the Fetish Shaman's Spear. Oh, that's a mouthful and a half. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't want anything that has to do with, you know, Fetishes and fetishes. Spears? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can pay for the while. You can pay for the while annual pass on a monthly basis of fourteen ninety nine per month according to the billing plan or according to the billing plan of your choice. So really, it's almost like paying month to month, only you're just saying, yes, I'm going to pay for a full year. Because right. month to month is 15. So all, all you're really doing is, is committing yourself to continually pay what you normally pay month to month, only you're going to pay it for a year. And right. for that, you're getting a whole yeah. game, you're getting a guaranteed seat in the beta, and then you're getting a couple months. I'm already getting a couple of people messaging me through IRC why I am so pissed this evening. Folks, just roll with it. Nothing's going to change. It's just you're going to have to deal with a, a mediocre show this evening. Explanations are few and thin, I think, at this point. Anyways, yeah, I think you're right. It does look like a Pandaren would be for one or the other, which I find odd. because Unless, usually I, I just noticed down there, uh, easy choice. The alliance. Um, uh, now, is it? Are, are, are we choosing which side they're all going to be on? Is what, it that what it is? Like, I think what this voting? is, is uh, and this is my speculation because okay. I don't play this and have it right. in a while. I, I understand. My speculation is that they, instead of having two new races, one for each, they're simply going to give you Pandaren, period. And then you choose which faction you want to play with, either the Horde or the Alliance. So That might make sense, yeah. Yeah. If you missed the beginning of the show, you missed quite a bit. I don't know whether or not it's worth it to download and listen to. I will leave that up to you. Let's see what else we got. So, again, now we can speculate as to why they're doing this, although that's a very good point that they make up on IRC is the fact that with all these other massive multiplayer online role-playing games coming out, right. if you can like yourself for a free year, then maybe you have a chance of, of people Weathering not winning. Weathering the storm. Right, yeah. because you've got Diablo, you've got World of Warcraft, are you really going to go out and shell more money? For another subscription-based MMO? Right. Probably not. But again, it brings up the discussion, and here it is. Let's say Diablo works with the business model that they have in plan uh-huh. or in place, which is microtransactions. Right. Basically, and it's a hell of a model, and I, I don't like it, but history shows it's going to work. 
let's say Diablo works and that people were actually willing to shill out real money for in-game shit for their character. Right. All right, maybe going forward, all these other MMOs and Guild of Wars already does the same thing. Uh-huh. Maybe they could do away with subscription-based. Maybe all of them could take the same business model, which is you can play you know, as much as you like, but if you really want to get the good parts of the right, game, right. you're going to have to pay a little bit for this it's and possible. a little bit for that. I mean, you, you look at what Lord of the Rings Online is doing now. You can play up to... You know, level twenty or whatever for free, right. and even even World of World Warcraft of does the same thing. You now. do the yeah, same yeah. thing, play up to level whatever for free. So yeah, maybe, maybe that might be the way things go. So, anyways, I'm just looking through here, here, right? Uh, some of this stuff we can't even, you know, it's no point even discussing, being left high and dry. But uh, let's go and what video game makes you can teach? What video game remakes can, can teach, teach Hollywood? Hollywood. Yes. Now. Go ahead. All right. Take this one. Remakes of older games are becoming increasingly more common, and for gamers who missed out on a particular title the first time around or just want to relive the experience, they've become delicious treats to keep busy with between big-budget game releases. I, that's the writer of the article, also watch plenty of movies. And let's just say Hollywood remakes typically don't elicit the same sort of excitement from moviegoers, especially fans of the original films. Nor are they generally well-liked by critics. Yes, there are exceptions. Uh, This summer's Fright Night remake was admittedly awesome and well-received. Personally, I did not see the other one. It's clear to me that there's something video game remakes are doing right that the movie remakes are missing out on. Let's take a look at a few of the differences. Game remakes give consumers something they want. Most of the titles currently in my gaming queue are remakes of games that I've already played and loved years ago. On my iPhone, I've got Final Fantasy Tactics, Warriors of the Lions, a port of the PSP version, which itself was a port of the original PlayStation game, just to swipe away. On my PlayStation 3, I'm replaying both Shadow of the Colossus and Ico, two amazing games. Available now is a high-definition collection, and on my Xbox 360, there are too many to name, Guardian Heroes, Beyond Good and Evil, and more. The impetus behind game remakes is generally to open titles up to new audiences, while also including plenty of goodies to appease existing fans. With movie remakes, on the other hand, the goal generally seems to be getting enough butts into seats to make the project profitable. Not all film film remakes fail. I'm a big fan of John Carpenter's version of The Thing, The Fly, and plenty of others. But they're rarely impressive. Of course, this may be an unfair comparison. Movie remakes are, are entirely new productions that offer rehashes of the plot of an earlier film. While we're seeing game remakes now that range from simple ports to high-definition upgrades to full-scale reproductions. For example, the upcoming Halo Combat Evolved anniversary. Still, it's worth comparing how these two industries approach the notion of making <clears throat> remaking past titles. Game remakes are cheaper than new titles. One of the most compelling things about game remakes is that they're just so darn cheap. The Shadow of the Colossus and Ico collection costs just 40 bucks, while typical PS3 titles are 60 For title distributions digitally, the savings are even greater, with most selling for between 10 and 15 bucks. Occasionally, digital titles creep toward 20 but they're still a bargain compared to new game prices. It's hard to fault Hollywood for charging full price for remakes, but as a discerning consumer, I definitely feel annoyed when it costs the same to watch, quote, yet another horror remake as something truly original. For titles that get re-released in the theaters, something that's happening more for IMAX titles due to the limited amount of screens available. Like Ghostbusters tomorrow night. Sure. It seems even more egregious to charge full price. Recently, AMC Theaters experimented with bringing back a few blockbuster titles like Star Trek to IMAX screens for just $7, a model that I hope is replicated in the future. Soon we'll see 3D film re-released in theaters. James Cameron is working on Titanic 3D. Yeah. Uh, And 3D versions of all the Star Wars films are in the works as well. I knew that. 
And you can bet they'll be priced the same as new 3D films. Well, here's my thing. And, and I think this has a, a point. It, there are some movies out there that I would actually pay to go see in the theater, even for a limited time only. Sure. The thing that pisses me off about Ghostbusters is, one, it's not 3D. That's uh-huh. when I would go to see 3D. But they only released it for like one or two nights in only in select theaters. Most of them are tomorrow night. That right. pisses me off. I got trick-or-treating to do with kids and stuff. Uh-huh. Why couldn't it have been this weekend? I would have gone last night. You know, I had you know, some friends over to watch movies last night. We could have gone to see Ghostbusters uh, and would have. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Th- uh, I didn't see that. In I don't the know. But I was. It was I no, was. I never like saw six. it in theaters either. Yeah, I never saw it. I guess the only thing I could think of would be they. They don't expect that huge of a return. So if they can just keep it to one night, they figure they can make you know okay. x amount of money, and that's fine. I, I'm just guessing. Right. I don't know. Okay. Uh, the well, last point they're going to make is game remakes typically don't repackage old ideas as something new. Perhaps what's so refreshing about game remakes is that they aren't trying to be something they're not. When you're getting an HD port of Ico, you know exactly what you're in for. It's not just another game pretending to be Ico. Film remakes, which usually involve new directors, new actors, and often even a different setting, have a harder time recapturing the magic of the original source material. Ultimately, this may not be a lesson that Hollywood can repeat. It's far easier to port and polish a game for a new console than it is to produce a brand new film based on a previously used idea. And to be clear, it's not as if I'm against all remakes. One of the films I'm most looking forward to this year is David Fincher's version of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, an adaptation of the popular novel that was already made into a successful Swedish film. But at the same time, I've seen enough useless remakes in my time to be wary. Perhaps at some point, Hollywood can learn something from the way the gaming world treats classic titles. Everybody always tells me about The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and the other books that were in that series, but I never picked them up. It's a really weird series. I've never read it, but I have friends who have. It's, it's very strange. Is it my type of book, you think? No, it's not no, your okay. type of book. No. Little Rex says, I still love you. Well, I'm glad someone Good. does. I'm glad I'm still having some support from some avenues. Well, we're actually getting forward and getting through some articles for a change. Well, right? I, it's I, 7 o'clock. I think that's because uh, the the dampening effect of yes, the opening. I, we we I, haven't I, talked for two hours about what we were going through in our weeks or yes, whatever. Yes, well, I you know, totally avoid that. When of course. This week has been complete and utter shit. Not right. one thing has gone right. Not one thing has gone well. Other than the, the cool Alamo story that I actually heard, that was it. That, okay, I'll tell you. Oh, okay, quick story. All right, just to lighten mood, and I, was, I wasn't going to bother, but what the hell. I really got to shorten this down. You do. Yeah. I know. It takes a long build. Well, the problem is, part of it is that... See, you could have just done it right there. Sit back and relax, and he'll spin you a tail. It's story time with Emperor. Spin your tail. Okay, well, part of the problem... I've got that. I will play that. Part of the problem is that the software I use to um, edit, uh-huh. for whatever reason, won't work on this system. It's, it's really? the other one. Well, I think what happens is it, it dials home... To the company, it's Magic's uh, video movie maker, but it allows oh. me to cut up, you know, and that's how I've done all of my shows for years. You know, all I've, my sound bites, what have you. I wonder if I could port it over. I have AVS audio editor, and it's fantastic. See, I've got Audacity, which is fine, but it's it's not quite as easy to use. Yeah, it's a little more. Mine is very, excuse me, very basic, very to the point. Right. I like to cut it up. So, because uh-huh. there's a couple things I was going to do, I, I needed to make uh, two. Uh, new intros for our two segments, one of which obviously we're not going to do anymore. Right. And then the for- Forbidden Knowledge we actually got, or the Facebook Face Off, which right, we are right. still doing, and I yes. I just haven't gotten around to it. 
Anyways, a uh, quick story. This happened at the wedding over the weekend. Um, <clears throat> I was at the wedding party, and if I do say so myself, I look damn good in a tuxedo. So, oh, I do. You sit there and laugh. You <laughs> chuckle. <laughs> I, I was. I'm sure you did. Anyhow. One of the uh, bridesmaids in my sister's wedding had had a few too many to drink, clearly being that it's a wedding. So she sat next to me at the, uh, at the dinner table for everybody in the bridal party. The, the head table. Yes, and I you know, had heard her, her stop story. Her boyfriend had not come with her to this thing. So you guys didn't sit all the guys on one side, all the no, girls it on was, the other? No, it was every other. Oh, okay. So, and I, you know, other than my brother I didn't, and my sister, I didn't know anybody in this wedding party, so what ah. the hell. But, you know, being the nice, polite conversationalist that I am, um, I have no problem kind of, you know, taking charge and, and meeting people and getting conversation rolling. Well, in this case, she starts off saying about how her boyfriend was supposed to come with her, and he didn't. What a jerk. And, and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that's, that's terrible. And, it, and I, you know, polite conversation, I have no interest in this whatsoever. Uh-huh. And she continues. And, I've, and, and she finally says, she kind of looks... To her left and to her right, just hey, Psst, hey, I'm like yeah, and I I don't know why she's whispering either because she's been talking to me at uh-huh. a whole level and then it's just like hey, the shuttle to the hotel be here in a minute. Want to go back to the hotel? I I I'm, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, you just you what you want to get out of here? Go back. Want to go back to the hotel with me? Uh, I'm sorry. No, yeah, my my wife is like right behind me at the table <laughs> behind me. I, you know I. I don't want to leave her. And she kind of looks like over to her shoulder and looks back at Mystic Mim, who's with my daughter, and they're eating at the table with the rest of my family. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. She looks like she's okay. She's, she'll be fine. She'll get back to the hotel. She'll, why don't she go back to the hotel? The shuttle will be here in a few minutes. She, you and I can go back. She can catch up later. No, I, you know what? I, I don't really want to leave her. Out. This is. I, I got to pass. I'm sorry. So then she launches in again. Uh, uh, out loud, full, you know, bore, this, that, and the other story. Uh-huh. And about five minutes later, and then she stops, and she's quiet for a minute, which is good because I'm, I'm trying to eat. <laughs> and then she says, hey, shuttles, shuttles coming in a couple minutes. Hey, you sure you don't want to go back to the hotel? Come on, we can go back and continue this uh, back at the hotel. What do you... What do you think? <laughs> Continue this. I'm like, <laughs> really? Uh, We're gonna bring the food with us? And I uh, said, you know what? I'm sorry. Uh, my wife is calling me right now. I gotta go. Um, and I said, I am very sorry to hear about your boyfriend. That sucks. And uh, you know what? I'll, I'll catch up with you later when we all head back to the bar. So I get up and I go over to, to Mystic Mim, and uh-huh. of course I tell her she laughs at me. Right. And she's and she kind of like looks over her shoulder, like she's gonna give this chick the evil eye. But I then I realize that Mystic Mim doesn't care, so it you know it's kind of pointless. So I, I guess that was kind of the funny thing of the whole wedding because it was it was actually outdoors at Ohio State. Oh, so okay. They have an amphitheater there uh, right next to Mirror Lake, so that was where it was held. It was a great. It was a very nice day. Uh-huh. Uh huh. How was the vegan food? Crappy. Crappy. It was terrible. So it was all vegan food. Yes. the The rehearsal dinner was at a spaghetti uh, the spaghetti warehouse. Okay. Which, as the name implies, is a giant warehouse. Oh, you you've, that, you've never been there before? No, I have. Oh, uh, okay. No. I could have told you that. Yeah. Okay. Why well, you've been to the? Ohio I have State been to the. Warehouse. I've been the one to Columbus. I yeah. did not. Okay. Yeah, I used to go to Columbus there. all the time. Yeah. And uh, I don't eat Italian food, so you don't. No, I am not a pasta guy. Oh man, you're missing I'm out. Fucking Irish, dude. It's all. It, it's meat. What? And it's potatoes noodles, every noodles time. And tomato sauce. Roast, who doesn't steaks? Who doesn't love that? Pork chops. That kind See, of. See, that gets boring after a while. Like, the hell it does. Here, here's my hunk of meat with a potato. 
Yeah, like you can't do that five times a week. That gets and boring. I, that's fine. That gets boring. Works right. for me. Okay. Well, I'm glad you like that. I do. I like to mix it up now. I'm now. glad. I eat, I eat a lot of oriental food. Okay, well, that's mixing it up. Well, that has noodles in it. That, uh, good. Rice. Oh, you, you don't use noodles. the one with the noodles? No. Oh, you got yeah, you to try the noodles. Suck that. Rice. Nah, not all the time. Okay, well, nobody cares about you. <laughs> Moving on. Um, anyway, so that was that was kind of the thing. Even the the cake was vegan, which actually was pretty good. Was it like a like a eggless cake or something? I guess. Trying to think how it was good. It tasted, okay. You know, it was. I, I liked it. I mean, it's cake. You can't really screw that. But up, uh, so. I made sure I, I I stuffed myself on bread <laughs> because that's the only thing that was normal on there with butter. So, so what did they offer? I'm just curious. It was a vegan or vegetarian manicotti, which means it had cheese on it. Right, yeah. And then there was but it's a, like fake cheese, yeah. Right. And then there was a vegan lasagna. Which is almost like the same thing as manicotti. Right. So that was your choice. That was it? Yep. Two pasta dishes? Yes. That was it. Mm. And yet at my wedding, Rough. I deliberately made sure that we had a beef, a chicken, and a pork. Yeah, you want to have a little variety. And then I paid extra for that bitch and her converted boyfriend at the time. Right, to have that pasta dish. To have that vegan whatever the hell it was they ate. Right. So I didn't I'm surprised you wouldn't have throat. even like threw in like a Boca burger, like some no. sort of fake no. meat thing or something so, for, the, for the meat eaters. They even had a cool salad, only one kind of dressing. Which is a wine dressing. No really? ranch. Can't have ranch. Oh, because it's got cream. Yeah. See, everything's just kind of going downhill from that point to today. <laughs> With today just being one big. I have to admit, I, I, I do like face. salad, but there's some things I put on salad that probably. I mean, I don't put cheese on salad, so I don't have to worry about that. But I, I do, like a little bit. Um, eggs, like hard boiled eggs, I like on I there. Do. Bacon. Yeah. Cobb salad is the way to go. Sometimes. Well, that's not really. I mean, I guess in a way it's, it's a salad. A, well, okay. it's, it's not really it's healthy for you. That's oh, like, I didn't say it was healthy. That's like when people get taco salad. salads. Like, I'm having a salad. No, you're having a right. bowl of meat with some lettuce sprinkled on top of it. That's not a salad. So, <laughs> anyhow. That sounds like, uh, fuck this wedding, I'm going to Wendy's. <laughs> actually, I believe quite a few people actually in the Mid- family up. ate before they went. Ah. That is what I've been led to believe. So and my sister's kind of a bridezilla, and I missed a lot of the fireworks because we got there late on Friday because we had eye to work. There were fireworks? No, as in... <laughs> as in yes, but no. Right. <laughs> well, let's Again, say... Theoretically, if there were fireworks, right. what would they have been about? They would have exploded and fried everybody because I, it's one of those where people showed up late, the rehearsal didn't go right, she wanted this, she wanted that, let's go here, no one wanted there. How did our rehearsal? How did my rehearsal go, Highlander? I've I've, I've been in well, uh, technically, when my uh, dad married my mom when I was six, I've been in a wedding, but I was young. I don't right, remember, I don't. That doesn't count. Right. Uh, I've been in two weddings, yours and uh, my cousin's. Uh, both of them went really, really smoothly. Smoothly. We showed yeah. up. Here's you where just stand. The, the, what you the do, rehearsal. Done. Yeah. How do you how do you script the rehearsal? You walk right. down the aisle and you stand there. Right. And then when it's time to go back, you right. just reverse it. That's it. Should take you twenty minutes. But I don't know, and but this had to be complicated, and there was this and that. The, the only thing that was kind of cool is that the entire um, ceremony took less than ten minutes. Wow, that's less. Wow, walked up. Now my, do you my, take this? <laughs> do you to take that? I now pronounce you man and wife. Get the hell out of here. Wow. So I guess in a way that's not too bad. My my, my cousin's wedding an hour, sixty minutes. I'm trying I'm to think how long there. was how long was mine. But Yours wasn't that long. 
half hour? See, the, the reason why it took so long is uh, they married in an Orthodox church. Right. And the Orthodox have all these crazy Would have been a high mass. ceremonies yeah. they have to do. They right. have to ring. They have to go around things three times and have to hold. They have the little uh, circlets with the train behind it. They right. have to hold it and do all this stuff. And everything's said three times. It's crazy. Ours was a Lutheran wedding. Well, it was in... The thing is, Mystic Pim's uh, father is the Lutheran pastor, so we kind of got the church, church for free, and he insisted on doing it. So, well, I yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, that's understandable. It was a half hour service for them, and uh, I said, it, you know, if, if we get to ten year anniversary, we're doing it in my church with my priest this time. We're doing it, you know, the right way. So, <laughs> big giant church, yes, stone and wooden pews and stained. There glass. are wooden pews. There are, there are stained pews. glasses. Yes. Well, they have little cushions. Church name starts with the to. word Saint. Yes, they all do. You'd like Saint Mary's. Saint Mary's. Saint Mary. Wow, that was I, I was Mary's. just guessing. Just guessing. Yes, Saint Not Mary's bad. the Falls. That's my particular church. So, you know, it, it was. It's funny because I'd gone to services at her church and a hundred people would show up. I'm like, okay, so this is earlier service. No, no, this is the only service. Oh, well, then I go to mine and you know there's four services because we pack five hundred to a thousand people in each single one. Right. So. No, Zanth, I only fell once. and Actually, I didn't cry out, although it did. That hurt. I'm surprised you didn't cripple yourself. That based hurt. Based on what you told Everyone me. thought that, like, I didn't even have a bruise, and I don't even understand how. I do not Down understand Down the road, I'm sure that's going to catch up to you. Well, for right now, yeah. It, it took about two months to really get limber. Like, there was a point where, like, I'd, I'd get into the car, and I'd have to kind of, like, slide it because at one point, like, you, when you, you never think about it when you're just getting in, but, like, mm-hmm. one of your legs is a little higher than the other one ever, and that just kind of... Kind of tweak something. You're like, oh, God. Mirakai says, at least you don't have to get married three times at an unorthodox wedding. An unorthodox Unorthodox? Wedding? No. I'm, oh, I was, was that it, supposed to be a no, joke? No, I don't know if that was a joke. No, it orthodox. Was, no, it was an Catholic. orthodox. Like orthodox. Eastern, like, like Eastern, yeah. like Russian. and Actually, I think uh, that one, I think it was Ukrainian. I think it was. Saint, Saint sounds about right. Saint Theodosius. It was a very beautiful church. A lot right. of the big gold onion dome and everything. From across the, the information. Hey, there, there was that. I know. It's a stupid. All right, let's do the stupid video game over the week. All right, and then we'll hit it to break. How about that? All right. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. I don't have no idea why that skipping is on. Yeah, our end. it's um, really aggravating. Apparently, no one else hears that. But on our end, the sound bites and the music skips. Starts skipping. So I don't know why that is. That, but uh, if no one All else right. hears it, I guess it's okay. I'm gonna go punch a wall. You read this. Alrighty, here we go. Stupid video game moment of the week. Let's take the Wayback Machine back to 1994, where the arcades were teeming with rail shooters, games where you grabbed a gun and basically shot everything you saw. Aliens, criminals, you name it. If it moved, you shot it. Only in today's stupid video game moment, you're overthrowing an oppressive world order with Aerosmith. And music is your weapon. Oh, okay. Now, <laughs> I remember this one. That scream of terror you just heard was probably you. <laughs> in this game, Revolution X, using your weapon, music, ugh, you'll fight a massive army of soldiers sent by the government to keep Sorry. you from rocking out. And since the game artists were lazy, the army isn't made up entirely of a man in a yellow jacket and his several thousand identical twins. <laughs> Also, due to laziness, they're only aimed, they're only animated to fire their guns and die. This means that while you're blowing out chunks of them, they seem to have no idea. They don't even flinch. 
I've never taken three explosive rounds to my crotch before, but I don't think I'm being unmanly when I'd say I'd at least fall down and scream like a bitch. The game has unlimited continues from the exact point you die, but continuing in this game is like electing to keep your hand on the hot stove. Maybe you're numb to the pain by now, but you're still pretty sure you're doing permanent damage. There are only about three graphics in this game. Yellow guy, yellow guy not caring when you destroy his genitals, and yellow guy falling down. All three of them look a lot like you just shaved Aerosmith's back hair onto (laughs) the floor of a grimy stadium urinal trough. You'll be in some rooms shooting a steady stream of unflinching identical men for ten minutes, while the same four seconds of an Aerosmith song loop infinitely. That's not a game, that's a Nazi psychological test. See how much it takes for a prisoner's head to pop. Say you're living in some nightmare world that requires you to send a commando out to kill the government with a CD-launching machine gun. Try to make sure he has more qualifications than big Aerosmith fan. (laughs) And if for some reason that's unavoidable, don't put Aerosmith in charge of the mission. Because rocking out isn't as handy as you might think in a military operation. This fucking game is the worst second of your life repeated forever. And it'll stay with you even after your panicked tears finally make your console short out. Good luck topping Revolution X, Satan. (laughs) What I'm really trying to say is that if you have to stretch the limits of your own astonishing stupidity as far as Revolution X to translate Aerosmith into a video game, here's a hint. Maybe you shouldn't be making a goddamn game about Aerosmith at all. Revolution X. The X stands for Escape. God-awful piece of shit game. Another stupid moment in video game history. Highway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. Yeah, little little known fact, uh, those the Revolution X games in the arcades in any way? Yes, one used to play. They That's were actually yeah. they were actually Terminator Two games that were simply just updated with new software, and they slapped on new decals on the front of it. Really? Yes. That's what I learned according from my research. I remember when I get to shoot out those stupid CDs. That was like your special weapon. Yes, like, that was you yeah, shoot out CDs. Yeah. Like, and then, don't give up. Don't then, give up. Ow! You know, yes. Yeah, about, I hated that game. Like, this is stupid. What we used to go to swings and things, and that was like the only shooting game they had. I'm like, uh-huh. you've got to be kidding me. There's nothing else here that requires me to shoot something. And, this is ridiculous. And you want to know what's sad is if you go to the arcades now, there's really nothing new out there. They're all out there, but it's just like updated versions, like the House of the Dead 5 and... Time Crisis 4 and all that. There, there's nothing new. The soundboard apparently is on the purge list. What, okay, is it skipping or echoing or what? Uh, look, nothing has gone right. This is what I get for action. I should have never turn on my damn phone. <laughs> I should not have gotten out of my bed. I should have stayed at the pumpkin carving party and just said, I'm just curious. It. Did, did we leave the... Uh, no, we didn't leave it up. What are, we, what are we looking for? I was I was just curious as to how my fantasy team is losing. No, I, I, I turned it off. Oh, you turned it off? Yeah, oh, okay. I didn't care. All right. Well, don't do any more drop-ins for tonight. They aren't working right, and they are playing over actual talking parts. All right, so we've got that delay thing we've had again. All right, we've had that problem before. Okay, hang on. Are you going to stop the stream and start it again? No, I stop talking oh, okay. so I can see. Stop. Wow, there's a real wow. delay. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, that's a real big delay. Uh, this, You know, I tell you what, we never had this problem since we started following... Uh, casually hardcore i wonder if there is some kind of skipping from when they hand over the stream to when we get it i don't know but i like that excuse um it's very strange yeah i don't understand 
should not have gone to the vegan wedding. Yeah, well, yeah, I no. Well, I what, what are you going to do? You have to. I go. had to keep the peace. Yes. So, soundbite starts about five seconds before the end of the segment. Okay, so we're on delay, but the soundbite is hitting is taking off exactly when it should. Now be. that's really weird. It is. I, I haven't had that problem before. Uh, I, I want to stop the stream. The problem is that's going to split the show into two. I may right. have to splice it. Splice me together. together. All right. Folks, if you're listening, here's what's going to happen. Since we're heading into break, I'm going to go ahead and stop the stream and then restart it. All right? So what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to refresh it on your browser. So go to the website and press play. And you, if it starts skipping, hit stop and press play again. And we're going to see if we can't get this sorted out. We're going to go to a music break. We're going to take 10 minutes. I need to regroup because fucking A if I don't want to throw something. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're laughing. It's I know, I know. All right. Anyways, folks, um, we'll be back here in about 10 minutes. I'm stopping the stream. Then we're going to restart it with music. So the next thing you should hear, ah, there goes my headphones, you dick. You just took, you pulled my headphones out. <laughs> I don't believe it. Put them back in. I can't hear myself. And that's a horrible, horrible fate. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to the Emperor's Court. You can micro me any day. We are back here on the Emperor's Court. I'm your host, Emperor, joined studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And no one else. Now, funny, I have not heard back from Voyeur as to actually, if he actually won that bar fight that he was in in Fort Worth, that I remind you he was on a business conference and yet somehow got himself pulled into a bar fight. Sounds like me, when he used to travel, when we used to go on baseball games, Highlander, we would get into fights all the time. Really? Yes. Over what? Go. Stupid shit. I mean, it's usually involved in the other team because we'd all go to the same place. And it really usually wasn't a bar. It was usually like a restaurant, like a Denny's. Because we didn't have any money. Right. We were going on a shoestring budget Uh as it was. But it would be like a Denny's or a Bob Evans. And somebody would say something or, you know, somebody would make some smart-ass comment. And the next thing you know, we're all in the parking lot with shoving in, fist flying, and you name it. So my dad could tell you stories because he was the coach of us. Uh, my my last two years in high school when we played summer ball, uh-huh. and uh, the Youngstown tournament comes to mind. Actually, I don't know if Barron's listening tonight. He could chime in on this. Uh, oh, God, the best shot I ever gave a guy, too. Still remember to this day. Really? Yes, it was some. It was the Cincinnati Angels, and we were playing them the next day. In fact, I was, I was scheduled to pitch that day. I actually got scratched. Uh, they had me uh, close out this game. I'll get to this. Anyways. I still remember it to this day. And I, we were all in the same hotel. This was one giant hotel block. We were in Youngstown, Ohio, uh-huh. for the Connie <clears throat> Mack tournament. Um, and we had won our division. We had beaten Garfield Heights. I was playing for uh, the Brook Park Thunder. Okay. Wink! Right. One of the rules of Connie Mack was that you had to live in the city. That you, The city uh, um, had to have X amount of, of kids from that city play on that team. So oh, if the no, team that's... was like loaded in Brook Park, uh-huh. you're allowed 15 on the roster, like 10 of them have to be from Brook Park. Oh, that's kind of weird. I, 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 would, I would assume that they would all have to be from that no. city. No, well, because this was a high-end travel league. This was, oh, okay. you know, these are prospective college players, minor league players. These aren't gotcha. you know, scrubs. This okay. isn't, 
your in-house, everybody gets a chance to play type of league. Okay. So there was a lot of us, wink, that lived in, in Brook Park. Uh-huh. In fact, I had a sponsor family, so to speak. And I used their house and address when they put down my registration to play for the team. Wow, that's crazy. Um, later, it, as it turns out, later that uh, same season, they wiped out that provision because every single team in the league was doing it. Uh-huh. Because it was very difficult to have to find uh, players of a high caliber from one specific city to field a team. So they did away with the provision and nobody got punished. Mm, okay. Anyways, we all happened to be in the same hotel block this, this one night. And... Um, for whatever reason, okay, I know I take the back. I know the reason why. Uh-huh. I know how they did it, but somehow my team was able to smuggle in six twenty-four packs of Bud Ice, Zima, uh, Natty Light, all kinds of stuff. So they're uh-huh. cracking them up and and, and having a gale time. And I was I was one of the two captains of the team. So and my my dad was the coach, and I'm sure. Look, my dad's a pretty sharp guy. He's not dumb. He knows no. what's going on on a baseball team. But that if he's the chief of police, I would hope that he'd be able to figure out what's going on. So he made sure he was on the other side of the hotel when this all went down. Well, uh-huh. apparently we weren't the only team doing it. In fact, most of them were. And as it happens, I guess a couple of us went outside. A couple of us were smoked. You know, we're all 18, so it, it, you know, I didn't smoke. I just went out. We were having a breather, and we were just shooting the shit. Mm-hmm. And a couple of the Angels guys were down the corridor. They were down like five or six uh, rooms from us. And they were out there, and the next thing you know, we just hear this smack against the wall of the hotel. We're like, what the fuck was that? And then we hear another. It's like, smack! They're picking up gravel from the sidewalk and just whipping it at us. They're drunk as all get out. So a couple of the guys from our team come out of the hotel like, what the hell's going on? Who's smacking on the side of the door? And I point to him like, these assholes down here are throwing rocks at us. What the fuck? Next thing you know, everybody comes spilling out of, of the hotel room because there's like 20 of us because we brought extra players. Everybody's in this one two-bedroom hotel room. Uh-huh. And that's just where we were all you know, hanging out at the time. Everybody had their own rooms. Come spilling out. Well, they see us down the corridor, and they do the same thing. Now their team's coming out. <laughs> so it sounds like what happens so in the So our game. shortstop, Carlos, being a little more fiery and a little more drunk than the rest of us, Starts to swagger down there, talking trash. He's like just throwing Spanish at him, throwing the you know puta this and that and the other, just uh-huh. going at him. I don't even know why, but we start following him. And of course, they start coming towards us, and it's then it's just a shouting match back and forth. It's got to be eleven o'clock at night, eleven thirty at night. Jeez, there's people looking outside the windows. A couple of the other teams, the Willoughby team was there, and they're looking outside. The Ross Brothers team was looking out. They knew what was happening. And you can see, like, yeah, yeah, fucking Fico. They're opening up windows. Yeah, kick his ass. So one thing led to another. I don't know who threw the first punch. All I know is this giant melee now ensues with everybody. Just It's like one giant pile. One of the funniest things is one of our guys, uh, our center fielder, accidentally punched our left fielder because it was kind of dark, and he, he just kind of was drunk, and he whirled around, and he just threw a haymaker <laughs> Clocked him right in the eye. Oh, my God. But mine, the sweetest shot I've ever had. And I've been in, um, when I was younger, I was kind of a, a hothead. Um, and I still murder to this day. And this one guy, he, he comes up to me, and he's a little bigger than I was. And this is back when I actually was packing a little bit of muscle, as opposed to muscle now moving south because of gravity. And he went, to, he went to punch me, and he kind of reached back. And he must have been drunk because he's kind of lost his balance. Uh-huh. And I didn't wait, so I just kind of lunged in at him. And I threw my punch at him, and I went to hit him smack on the nose, but he moved his face, and he moved his face down, and I clocked him right in the eye. I mean, solid connect, like, right across the eye. Jeez. He goes reeling back, falls back, flat on his back. I'm shaking my hand. 
This is, and I'll tell you what, for anybody who's ever gotten into a fist fight, can vouch for me. This ain't no bullshit. It ain't like the movies. You punch somebody square, it hurts like a son of a bitch. They, and it was my right hand. It was my pitching hand. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm shaking my hand, hopping back and forth. People are like banging into me. I, I At this point, because we're not wearing uniforms, so it's kind of hard to tell who's doing what. Right. So there's one guy in the crowd. I'm so pissed to turn around, and it's. I look, and I notice it's not one of my guys. And he's kind of down on all fours, and he's starting to puke. Uh-huh. He was, I'm guessing the drunk or something. I kicked him right in the ribs. Like, fuck, I kicked him in the ribs. I turn around. I start walking back towards the hotel room while this is still going on. Just shaking my hands. My hand is just throbbing. Uh-huh. Awesome. Oh, God, that was great. Anyways, um, eventually it breaks up like a minute later and everybody starts coming out. Their coach came up before ours did because mine was on the other side of the hotel. He comes running over, breaks it up. Everybody goes back to their room. The thing of it was that, one, you were not allowed to have alcohol on the, pres- on the presence. Uh-huh. Otherwise, you could be disqualified from the tournament. Oh. But the problem ended up being that so many teams had it that they really couldn't do a lot or they would not have had a tournament. Wow. And this is supposed to be the best of Ohio. Jeez. So, you know, the coaches got together and they agreed that uh, I'm sure a lot of people just happened to stumble. Yeah, 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 somebody <laughs> fell. And anyways, the next day. Where I ended up playing first base, and it was against this same team. And it was the fifth batter in the lineup. And I remember because he came in and he had the blackest black guy I've ever seen, a real shiner. Wow. And he's up there, and he's just staring me down, giving me the evil eye. He was pissed. Struck out twice, and he uh, fouled off. Or, I'm sorry, he uh, flew out to left field, so he never actually got the first. <laughs> but I could just tell if this guy had a chance, he'd be running my ass down to first base. <laughs> and the, key, the, uh, the real kicker to all this and uh, and again, it's uh, without sounding like a complete douche. This this was a, a balls out move on my end. It's the seventh inning, and it's a, a tie ball game. Bases are loaded. There's one out. Uh-huh. Our pitcher is shot. Now I'm the pitcher for the next day. Supposing we win, uh, we were supposed to go on to play Willoughby the next day, which was a really good team. Uh-huh. Willoughby had pulled from a lot of guys in the east side of Cleveland. Real, I mean, these guys were. Uh, it, the smallest of them had to be six foot something. I'm five wow. ten. Anyway, so I, my, you know, I coach dad pulls me over. He's like, "Look, you got to go in here, and I need you to strike a couple guys out." Now, I'm not a strikeout guy. I, I'm a, I never threw fireballs. I never threw any faster than the low eighties. Uh-huh. I was a junk ball. I threw a sinker that was just yeah. wicked, and I had a nasty slider. So I go in there, and I, as I'm walking up to this thing, I notice that the batter has gone over to the side and he's talking to the third base coach. Now the bases are loaded. There's one out. It's the last inning of the game. In, in uh, high school and Connie Max, Stan Musial, all those, you only play seven innings. Okay. Now you would have to play extra innings if it's a tie because sure. you have to have a winner in a tournament. Right. And I remember back to high school, my senior year, one of my coaches telling me kind of a boss move, that if anybody ever tries to do a squeeze bunt, and you're the pitcher, don't grab it with your hand, get it to your glove, and throw it to the, uh, to the catcher. Just grab it with your glove and, like, shuffle it. Right, kind of shovel right. it over, yeah. He's like, this is, it's either going to work out great or you're going to look like a goat because it, it's either going to be, if you do it hard enough and you do it, you know, right in the button, you're going to snag him. You can get uh-huh. him at, at the home plate and then you can double him up at first, all right? So I go up, I, I call over my catcher. My catcher, I remember his name was Jeff. He was from Lakewood. Real asshole. Nobody liked him, but this guy could play. Mm. I mean, he was a really good catcher, but a real dick. Uh. And he's Mac. He's like, what, the, what do you want? I said, this guy's going to bunt. He's like, no shit, he's going to bunt. What do you want to do about it? 
I said, if he bunts it, I'm going to grab it. You stay on home plate. Let me grab it. I will throw it to you. You go to first. He's like, all right. Goes back, sits down. He does a little thing. Mm-hmm. So because I know that he's going to bunt it, the first pitch I do, I, I stick it in his ear. I throw it right <laughs> at his head. No, you do, because I want to see what he's going to do. Sure enough, the little fucker squares the bunt. I throw it right at his head. He has to back out, or, or, or he gets hit. Right. Jeff catches it, and he's like giving me, like, he's like shaking his hands inside, like, what the hell are you doing? So, I, again, one of those things I was, I was taught, sticking in his ear to see what he's going to do. Uh-huh. Sure enough, he's going to lay down a bunt, because the guy at third starts running down halfway and then runs back. So, I figure, okay, he's going to bunt it. I'm not going to try and strike him out. There's no point, because he's, he's got a better chance of putting the bat on the ball. Mm-hmm. So I throw him like the equivalent of an underhand pitch. I throw it as soft as I can. He bunts it right back to me. It's on a roller. I'm charging the ball coming off the mound. Grab it with my left hand glove. I shuffle pass it to Jeff. He catches it as he's standing at home plate, bare hands, guns it to first, doubles him up, and ends the inning. Wow. Our side, and there must have been a couple hundred people, because, I mean, there were scouts at this thing. This uh-huh. is where I got scouted for uh, my minor league stint. I mean, there's scouts everywhere, all the families, the fans, everybody's in the stands for these games. It's a big tournament yeah. for baseball. So, you know, everybody's going nuts. We go back into the into the dugout, and everybody's pumped, like, what have you. Uh, anyways, we come up for the next inning, and uh, it was the top of the eighth. I'm sorry, it was that was the top of the seventh. Yeah. We go to the bottom of the seventh now. Oh, okay. We're up to bat. Okay. Uh, two guys get on. Uh, it was the first and second. Then I come into bat. I was third up. Rip the double to right field. Um, I actually, because I'm not a pole hitter, but I, I took it to right field. Everybody, mm-hmm. It was funny because everybody used to shift to right because I bat lefty. Uh-huh. Well, after the first two, I shot them down left field line. Everybody kept where they were. They didn't shift the third time. So I adjusted my feet, and I really, it took me two swings to the first one I fouled. So I went and ripped it right down the right field line for a double, scored the winning run. We went on to beat the Angels. Wow. That was the highlight. That was, that was the, the second, apex. second to last game I ever played. Wow. That was a phenomenal game. And I still remember that son of a bitch with that black guy. And you know what? <laughs> I was afraid that I had broken the fingers of my hand. And uh-huh. Luckily, I got away with it. I didn't. Looking back on it, it was a stupid-ass thing to do for somebody who was going to end up pitching the next day. Sure, yeah. And I should not have done it. should have kicked them or, I don't know, used my other hand. But How did you pitch that day? Uh, I, I pitched just fine. I only faced that one guy, but I went to pitch against Willoughby the next That's day. That's what I meant, yeah, the next Right. Day. We kept him even through five. It was 2-2, and they pulled me in the fifth, moved me to first, and they brought out. The problem was we had played, I think, six games in two days. We played a morning game, an afternoon game, then we played under the lights. You want to talk about tired. Man. I was bushed. Uh, so they pulled me out in the fifth, and I kept it a 2-2 tie. We pulled the third baseman, who was uh, kind of a part-time pitcher. We had nobody left. All of our arms were shot. We even brought extra guys with us for this tournament that were pitchers because we knew what we were going to be facing. Uh-huh. And we ended up losing 3-2. to two. And we were bounced out of the tournament. So Guy, I was, that was pissed. I went one for four with a single, no RBIs. So it was kind of a blah day for me. But I think Smurfette, I don't know if you ever got to see me play or not. I think he came to one or two of my games. So our courses, when I was in, uh, stationed at Fort Benning, we had a barracks brawl with another unit that lived in the barracks across from us and had a chance to see an amazing one-punch knockout between a fight of two drunk guys. <laughs> I swear to God, mine felt like I hit the son of a bitch hard enough that I would have knocked him out, but I just... Did you put your hand in ice afterward? Or? Uh, I, well, actually, it's funny. When we got back to it, uh, we still had the cooler. It was filled with beer and ice. Uh-huh. Shoved my hand right... I wasn't the only one either. There was a couple of the guys came back... Uh, 
uh, Noah, who is our um, uh, our other first baseman, came back and he put both of his hands in the ice. Like, what did you do? He was like, I punched a couple of guys. I don't know. I think one of them was John. <laughs> like, he would hit our guys. Like, I don't know. It was dark. I was just throwing punches. Good times, man. But no, I have still not heard back from Voyar as to whether or not he actually won his bar fight. I can only assume he did, but you would think no, no. I, would... I thought that he said did that he? Uh, that the comps broke it up before. It oh, got that's right. Too that's right. But involved. that's right. Hang yeah. on. I got I too into the it. text. Let me go back. That's what I thought he said. Hang on. That was a while ago, though. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. The cops broke it up before we really got going. Mexican bar watching the series. Okay, yeah. you're right. Yeah. My bad. So yeah. Okay, well, if you don't remember Smurfette, then don't worry about it. Um, yeah, there's not too many people around here anymore who saw me play, but uh, I was good in my day. I was damn good in my day. Did you ever get scouted? Yeah. yeah I told you that. I think I told you that story a couple times. Who uh, scouted you? Dragons. Who are the Dragons? Dayton Dragons. Um, one of the scouts for the Cincinnati Reds. Oh, okay. Was their single okay. A organization. Gotcha. And... Uh, no, that's where they told me, yeah, you're pretty good, kid. You might make a good career minor leaguer. Well, thanks. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, that's what like I, making ten grand a year for Well, and that's what it – I did not know this at the time. And I, he had explained it to me. He said, well, there's two kinds of minor league players. Uh-huh. There are the ones that are contracted by the major league teams that are sent to the farm system. They're the ones that are going to make the millions that eventually are going to work their way up to the majors. Right. And then there are the contracts that are owned by the minor league team. You're kind of like a fill-in player. Uh-huh. Because you only draft so many people over the course sure, of the year. Sure, and then plus players leave as right. they move up the system. Yeah. Right. So, like... Um, so, like, you would have actually played for, like, the Dayton Dragons. Yes. And, like, that would have been what you would have done. Right. Okay. And he said, you've, you've got good enough stuff that you could probably make it as a career low minor leaguer, single A, and maybe double A if you're lucky. So I said, oh, well, you know, yeah. professional ball is professional ball, but like I said... Enjoy your twenty grand a year, yeah. living out of a bus, exactly. traveling the whole time. Yeah. Here's your twenty dollar a day meal food or uh, <laughs> food money. So all the Bob Evans you can eat. Yeah, um, and I tell you, yeah, see Smurfette. Yeah, I know it's a good pitcher, but that was back in high school, I think. Uh, I tell you, Highlander, though, sometimes you always wonder, like, what if? What if? Yeah, there's always look. A I'm, I'm under no illusions that I would have made it to the show. All right? uh-huh. I was good. I am not. Major League Caliber. I get it. You know, like Josh Tomlin was a career minor leaguer. We bought his contract out for the, the Indians did. Uh-huh. We were running short on pitchers. And look how well he's done. Uh, look, I, I am I am the Doug Jones of pitching. The guy never pitched better than the 80s. So, but still, even a few years, I think that would have been something else. Yeah. And I kind of wish I had done it. But eh, what are you going to do? The only what if I ever had with sports would be football. Uh, in our, in our city, like the before you got to uh, high school or whatever, they had like uh, city league football, but it was flag football. Oh, ours was it tackle. Was, we didn't have tackle. They, they, they have tackle now. Loved it. Well, they didn't. I was so pissed because I used like just playing in the backyard and playing with kids. Mm-hmm. I was one of those like runners. Like I was the problem with me. I was the fastest person. You can believe it. Look at me now, but I was the fastest person. Like I, I could outrun anybody in like a forty yard dash or anything like right. that. Just fast. Couldn't catch for shit. <laughs> Could not catch for shit. I, I I bet you that the the coaches for the when I played flag football they probably gnashed their teeth because whenever we'd have like a contest he could run the fa- I'd, I'd outrun everyone by half but couldn't like, catch it but could not catch it so I'd always be like a linebacker or something and then or or they put me was. Or, or or they put me at running back which I enjoyed running back because whenever I would play I'd be one of those I'd be almost like a Peyton Hillis kind of guy 
Like I'd, I'd mash I'd, through people. I'd be like mad. I'd be like dragging people. I'd I'd drag people behind me all the time, all the time. I'd never go down. But you can't do that in flag football. You run past someone, they snatch yeah, the flag, right, and that's right. it. So you know, I was running back. But what the hell does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. You know, I think so. I played flag football when I was like sixth grade once. But um, seventh, eighth, ninth, I I played uh, tackle football. I was a linebacker, first mm. string linebacker, because I loved to hit people. That was my thing. I loved it too. <laughs> oh, it was great. But uh, then I screwed up my foot and ended up not playing high school. I played baseball. I just didn't. I just didn't continue to play football right. for whatever reason. So. So I think I was always really good at that. I have these really thick ankles. Like I can walk like on my feet sideways practically. Yeah. Yeah. I could have gone my entire life not knowing that. <laughs> so. No, I, I remember this dude too. What the hell was this other one? We got into a fight. We were in. Uh, we were in Columbus. Who the hell were we playing? The Jammers. Might have been the Jammers. And I remember we got into this fight. This was actually this was a fight on the field. It was uh-huh. a bench clearing. It had nothing to do with me. I just I was uh, what the hell was I doing? I was warming up the pitch. I was coming in. This was like the fifth inning, and one of their guys, or one of our guys, drilled their guy in retaliation because they hit us the, the previous inning. So this guy charges them out. Everybody clears. I see it. So I go running onto the field with my catcher, mm-hmm. uh, Tony. So we go running on the field. This huge brawl. You know, everybody's <clears throat> shoving each other and throwing everybody to the ground. And this one guy, big dude. Uh, comes at me, and this was I was what fifteen, I think, and we were playing. It was basically like a sandlot. We were playing in Brook Park. It was a sandlot, and I happened to reach down, and grab a handful of sand, and he came. He was coming at me, and I threw the sand in his face. He's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> threw the sand in. Damn his face. right. And then I and I just like gored him. It's like like tackled him around the waist and just threw him to the ground. And uh-huh. I was kind of leaning on him. Next thing I know, the umpire's behind me. Or, no, it wasn't my coach. Somebody, some adult came up behind me, grabs me by my collar, and rips me off of him because I just like landed on top of him. And I'm about to start pummeling him. They grab me, rips me off this guy, and drags uh-huh. me by my shirt, starts ripping my, my jersey, which pissed me off. These were nice jerseys. Mm-hmm. And drag me over to the first base. And they God, the fuck down. And they just start pile, you know, pulling kids off this pile. Mm-hmm. No serious business back then. Oh, of course. Uh, who was it? was uh, um, Lorraine Tippy was the name of the team we played. Those guys are assholes too. I still think they were cheating, because the umpire would never. The umpire for the league never showed up, and they never. When you played in Lorraine against Lorraine Tippy, but uh-huh. they were always the first ones to offer one of their fathers to go ahead and umpire the game. And mm. damn, it just seemed like every time I needed that third strike, I could never paint the corner close enough. <laughs> you son of a bitch! But we beat their ass uh. when, we, when they came to uh, Brook Park, though. Manly stuff. Emp was an aggressive kid. I was an angry kid. I got into a lot of fights. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Um, wow, thank you. That, it doesn't. <laughs> Tobalor, Emp is an aggressive adult. Uh, other than th- I was waiting for this music, man. I bet Emp would throw a, Pepsi, a, a can of Pepsi instead of sand if he had had the chance. Yes, one year to the day tomorrow I threw a can of Pepsi at some asshole kid throwing eggs at my aunt's house. Right. I don't think they'll do that again. <laughs> Learned their lesson the Pepsi way. It was a pure lucky shot, too, because I was on the run. It was. And it's not exactly a ball, so it's not exactly <laughs> even, you know? So we just took up an hour of story time that really accomplished and had nothing to do with video games. There we go. There you go. Just uh, another trip down memory lane of me getting into trouble. But no, I'm not an aggressive adult in that way. I, I've learned to kind no, of. No, I don't think get, I've ever seen you in a, in a fight ever. N- no, not. Uh, when uh, my daughter came along, that kind of 
Kind of settled me down a little bit. It's yeah, I, I, I can understand that. It's kind of tough to go brawling when your you know daughter's watching you or something like that. Well, it's not just that, but you know things are a little different than they were back then. These days, someone's got a gun, someone's got a knife, some pussy's got. That's a gun, always yeah. That's the thing you have to watch out because you'd be like, oh, I'm a big tough guy. Right. You're going to swing haymakers. Well, someone's got a gun. Yeah. Right. Enjoy that. So yeah, you got a pussy because you got a Glock in your back pocket. Well, right. you know, use your bare hands. Like you know, it's the great equalizer. But no, I don't fight. Amp doesn't fight fair. No, I don't fight fair. I fight to win. There is a difference. I will give you a nut shot if it gives me an advantage. <laughs> Amp forgot to say it's like, uh, oh, it's well, a given. What did it I just allegedly. watch that was kind of like that? The, who's the, uh, the the author of the the Book of Five Rings? Musashi. Musashi. Okay. Right. There was a big two hour special on uh, H two about uh, Musashi that you would have liked. It was like called Samurai. The blah 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 story. I could not remember. I can't, couldn't remember his name. But I've it, got the five rings. I never read it though. But it was this guy. I've got it too. It's around my house somewhere. But uh, it was just about him. And there was. It's the um, the guy who pretends to be the nephew of the chairman from Iron Chef. He's on Iron Chef America now. That uh, guy. Okay. All right. You've never seen it. Oh, okay. No, I don't. Well, like the guy that. who's on Iron Chef America who pretends to be the chairman or whatever. He goes to Japan and he kind of follows in his footsteps. And then there's like uh, animated sequences where like you saw moments of his life and everything. And uh, that was one of his things was not not necessarily fighting dirty, but uh, using psychological tactics to to overcome your opponent. Like the the first like guy, I do on and online gaming. Like like the first guy he faced yeah. um, was known for his like you know really rigid discipline. So they agreed to meet at dawn. The one guy shows up at dawn for the duel. Musashi is like deliberately five hours late, late which pisses yeah. the other guy off. And then they duel, and obviously he beats him in like thirty seconds because he's off his game. You know that kind of thing. Plus, plus, I guess he he used uh, a two sword method. Yes, which is which is highly unorthodox. And I guess and mojo. And yeah, I yeah. guess uh, still, no one's been able to uh, perfect it like he did. Like there is a school for that, but it, no one's been as good as, as him as the. the I have, I do, I have read some of Musashi's like actual fights and battles and stuff. Uh-huh. So yeah, he he never lost a duel. Right. I don't. Was that in the Five Rings? Though I thought that was just the well, how to do that. No, that, it was no, no, more no. like tactics and everything. It wasn't right. like how to, thought, how to okay, use right. the swords. No, that's something else. That's just more like his his musings. Like he wrote it like right before he died. He went up in this cave in like some Buddhist monastery <clears> and wrote it out. Then he died of stomach cancer. Art courses. I remember during basic that was something they drilled into us. If you ever get into a fist fight with the enemy, fight unfair because only one can walk away. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Eyes, Go for the eyes. eyes, Go for eyes the crotch. crotch. Damn eyes right. And crotch. If you can grab a handful of dirt, throw in their eyes, then you do it. Fuck that, you win. Now, you know, I never intentionally try to cripple somebody or no. kill them. And these days, unfortunately, that's you got to be careful with that. It, you know, there used to be like an unspoken rule that you fight to fight. But jeez, Tobler, did you have some issues? Fuck fighting fair, <laughs> kick them in the nuts, punch them in the throat, stab them in the heart, rip out their jugular. Jeez. So, see, he's a samurai troll. Anyways. um... Uh, it's not but, looking good for my fantasy team. I'm down 65-52, and all I have left is my uh, defense. Well, you were down 30 points a little while ago, so at right. least you're making a comeback. So the the defense will automatically give me seven points at the start of the game. So they'll put me 65-57, which means that KC has to be getting some interceptions or... You need them to score points. They need them, but I need them to score points. You've got KC's defense? Against uh, San Diego. You are yeah. fucked. Nah, KC they, sucks. They scored 28 points last week. That was last week. They right. better hope they score something this week. Amp, don't use grenades. He uses Pepsi. Yeah, I, I never understood the whole th- why you throw a grenade 
kind of like uh, kind of oh, like, like a that? slingshot, like an overhand. Why I never threw it like a baseball until I actually was given a grenade to throw. Uh-huh. It was a way like a... It weighs a lot more than a baseball. You rip your arm out, and you're not going to throw it near as far. I'm like, got it. Understood. Right. Throw it overhand. I, I am a convert. Understood. Well, folks, it's 8 o'clock. Um, we still have the mailbag. We have the Facebook face-off. You want to do the mailbag? Yeah, I'm going to do it right now. All right. Uh, we do not have... Sorry, your question is not going to get answered. We don't have forbidden fruit tonight. Somebody, some girl's asking if we're going to answer a question. Uh, no. Okay. Um, speaking of being off your game. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? Uh, that's not mine. That's interesting. That is very interesting. <laughs> okay. So that's kind of creepy. Yeah, it is. I can I can show you mine. Somebody has made a uh, Facebook another Facebook page of Highlander using his real name. That's kind of because str- I already have one. So right. how, how how would it come up again? I I believe Tobalor here is just trying to be an Uber troll. I, I oh, okay. I'm not really sure exactly what he intends to do. I don't know either. But yeah, you that, got that, a, you got that, a, that's a picture of me. Okay, Larf out of me. So yes, there is a quickening. Yes, there is a quickening. Oh hang yeah, on, hang on, hang oh, on. Oh yeah. There's still an echo. I don't know why. Not too bad an echo, though, so it's better. Folks, I I don't know why, and I don't have it in me right now to look. I just I don't care. So it's there. Who knows? If you want to get your questions, comments, opinions in, do it now. Emperor1gacox.net. <clears throat> Hang on a second. Look at it. Okay, I'm out of root beer. Fuck. That's yeah, while you're probably reading that, I'll go grab one for you. I, I might grab one for myself. Thank you. Yes, I stocked the uh, fridge with all kinds of things to drink. That is now useless. Millbag Joyland. China's Joyland Park rips off StarCraft and World of Warcraft. In this article, the Chinese have really topped themselves. For a while, we've heard about how there's a theme park in development in China that ripped off some stuff from the Blizzard franchise. Now it's finished, and the extent of the ripping off is far worse than any could have imagined. In the article are images for you and the listeners in IRC. Now, we have carried this story before yeah, about... I've, I've done this one. Right, about the Chinese yeah, making a theme like a, park. They have like a StarCraft park land yes. and then like a World of Warcraft one, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and post this in uh, IRC for you guys to go ahead and follow along. Uh, this was sent in by uh, Mr. Longa. Thank you for the root beer, sir. You're welcome. In fact, I've got to order another case. I'm just about out of this stuff. How much does it cost you to buy a whole case of this? Uh, it's five bucks for a six-pack. The Princess Imperial apparently is getting stuff out of the laundry room. Uh-huh. Yep, she's getting her laundry. Mm. Oh, that's good. And necessary. One second while I pour it into my beer cup. Wow, Tebow ended up with 12 points for me. And let, let me tell you, I, I caught it. When we went on the air, it was around the eh, first third of the third quarter. He had zero points. Okay. So he, he pulled it on at so the end. So he's a second-half player. Type. So he's like a second-half player. Oh, shit. This is by uh, Scapus Magazine. China's Joyland Park rips off StarCraft and World of Warcraft. Unlicensed by Blizzard, the huge park in Changzhou freely uses images from the two franchises. And they ain't kidding. It's pretty blatant. Oh, yeah. 
I should show you the uh, – I don't even know if they have the pictures up anymore, but uh, there's a picture. I can't remember for the life of me what the name of the theme park is in, in China. But they, they mix and match everything. Like you go in and there's like a castle right in the middle of the park just like at Disney World. And they have a monorail just like Disney does. And then they have Shrek and the Incredible Hulk and – all these things just kind of mishmash together in one park. That's such a blatant ripoff of of everything. I think they rip off everybody. Here's one called Thor's Anger, which is clearly a zealot. Clearly, uh, from Starcraft. What the hell is this thing? Oh, okay. That's um, what the fuck is his name? The Red Dragon. Oh, Kalex Straza. What the hell something his like name that. Is. Yeah, I know yeah. begins with that. Yeah. There's a night elf. Uh, is that a human? I can't tell. I would say probably Night Elf because it's kind of like a purplish tinge to the... Okay, there's an abomination. Wow, look at that. That's That's got to be Undercity right there. There's a troll. Oh, yeah. This is not... It's not even close. Yeah. How this is allowed to take place, I have no idea. I think really because the Chinese just don't care. Oh, I mean, what are you going to do? You can't stop because the yeah. government's going to like, don't care. Next up, hey there, Imp. What music license will I need to play songs by artists such as ACDC, Iron Maiden, and Airborne on my podcast? And how would I go about obtaining seed license? Any help would be appreciated. Thanks, the Pork Swordsman. I used to know. I mean, there is a way to do it, but for your podcast, it's not worth it. You're going to have to pay like- If If you're going to include them in the podcast, you need an RIAA uh, license. And there is yeah. an actual online internet license you can get. There are varying uh, prices, points, depending on what you want to do with it. Uh, mine is only a partial license, which means I'm allowed to play the songs during like a live cast, uh, but I'm not allowed to include any of it in the podcast, which is why you never hear it. That's why it's all edited out. So It's not worth the money. It, it really isn't. No. I mean, you're better off just doing what the other shows on the network do. If you want to include music in your podcast and actually include it, Best thing to do is get something obscure or get it from a, like, uh, there are bands out there that put their music out for anyone to use. Sorry, Alex Straza, thank you. I thought it was Calic, what the hell his name is. I thought it was the dude, but. Hey, he sent me an email, too. Who did? Tolor? No, the guy, uh, the Pork Swordsman. Okay, there you go. This one from Steakburger. Funny journalist name in this article. All right, take a look at the article. It's from theatlantic.com. And. Kasia Sipilak Mayor Von Baldig. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I, I uh, would say funny. I would say unusual. Yeah. So thanks for the email. Moving on. Dear Emperor and crew, just returned from a month-long outing to the California desert and decided to take the wife shopping yesterday. While I was at Best Buy waiting on her to finish at the girly stores, I picked up a Roku box. It is kind of like an alternative cable box. You just hook it up to the TV, and you can access its wide range of channels. Some of them seem to be pretty good, while other channels only seem to be focused on a small group of fans. Anime Channel and the Mormon Channel. I would love to see the Mormon Channel. I'd love to see an Anime Mormon Channel. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. If you've seen one of these, what are your thoughts on it? And if you haven't, do you think this new sort of entertainment medium will kill the internet uh, cable companies? By allowing people to pay for only the channels they want as opposed to the pay 60 bucks a month for 300 channels, you only watch three plan. Sincerely, uh, Scrub Puppy. I think eventually that's what the plan's going to be. Yes. I think eventually everything will be on demand and right. you just pay for, you know, I only want this, this, and this, and I'll pay five bucks for each channel. I actually saw, and in fact, we'll probably get this a little later on because there's an article about it in the mailbox. 
uh, that 30% of all the Internet's bandwidth is being used for Netflix. Yeah, I could believe it. Probably a lot for YouTube, too. Sure. So I would not be surprised if something like this takes place where you are allowed to pick and choose. And you know, I'm sure you'll have people that do free channels. like a, uh, People who do a YouTube channel, I could easily see that being made into like a cable type thing where you can add it and just watch that particular channel for free. And then people make money off the mm-hmm. advertisement. Yeah. So that, that's not out of the realm of impossibility. In fact, I'm pretty confident that's the road we're going down. Uh, this is from you. That's my articles that I sent in. Greetings, Emperor. Sorry. After your recent show, I started reading John Ringo. I'd like to know what other books you recommend. Speaking of books, I need to get a couple that I've lent out. I need to get them back now. I've read a lot of the books you talked about in the past, such as Ender's Game, Dune, and The Wheel of Time. In particular, are there other military or history books you would recommend? Military or history? Are you talking about like, like straight military or straight history? Uh, well, considering what he's mentioned, is he it's all talking? science fiction. Oh, okay. So, like, wow. Did I hit your... Yes, you did. Okay. okay. There we go. Yeah, there are a bunch. Uh, the Otter Harrington series by David Weber is a... That's a uh, New York Times bestseller. I would recommend... Actually, there's a lot of John Ringo books for that. David Drake kind of really got the military sci-fi genre going. Hammer Slammers is a classic. And nowadays... You can buy them. There's a three-volume set you can buy that has all the Hammer Slammers uh, books in them. Um, if you want a classic one, uh, Robert Heinlein's Starship Troopers. That's a cool one. Uh, actually, I read about some of the stuff that he was trying to get across, some of the you know the messages inside. Uh-huh. I, I guess he took a lot of heat for it at the time. He did, yeah. I tell you what, and I'm not really a big fan of like serial book, like uh, StarCraft books or... You know, Halo books. Those seem kind of manufactured. But there I'm are sure one, there is one that I'm a fan of, and that is the Black Library that uh, Games Workshop does. Hmm. And it's the Horus Heresy. It's about Warhammer 40K. Okay. And how the uh, how the uh, War Master turns to chaos, and how the legions split. So you have the loyal legions, and you have the the you know chaos legions. Hmm. That's about 15 books in. That's a pretty quick read. That's a pretty easy one. That's cool. There's a new one that I'm reading. Uh, what the hell is his name? It's called uh, Monster Hunter International. And there's actually a bunch of books. And there's like Vendetta and then there's Alpha by Larry Serreria. And it's actually kind of funny, but it's a bunch. It's The story is this guy joins a company that goes around because monsters are, in fact, real. And they work with the government to try and keep it you know, down low so people don't know about it. But they go around hunting real monsters. Werewolves, vampires, shogoths. That, that sounds kind of interesting. It's, it's very fun, very quick reading. It's pretty cool. Uh, Kevin J. Anderson's got a bunch. There's one... Oh, shit. What the hell is it? Uh, oh, The Story of Seven Sons. I think that's what it's called. That's pretty good if you're looking for like a, a sci-fi type thing, a military sci-fi. The White Regiment, that's a good one. And Terra's Dawn, that's a good one. Those are a little older, some uh, a little classic. Uh, look, there's just a boatload. I can keep you here all night. Oh, yeah, we could, books. we could do a whole show on Yeah, I showed a couple of the guys. I don't know if I've showed you the my library inside the garage. No, I don't think you yeah, have. Yeah, that eight-foot armoire. Yeah, I took the, put that into a Those library. are all books now? All books. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, dear Impin co-hosts. What? I've, I've been reduced to co-hosts now. That's horrible. Well, it's either usually you, Varyar, or, you know, it used to be Eve. So. Yeah. Dear Impin co-hosts. Why is it that no one uses tactics anymore in RTS games? Amen. 
Is it just because of StarCraft or because of everyone in gaming got lazy? Also, I'm a huge military history nerd. Me and some of my friends got into a discussion about your Napoleon versus Lee discussion and came up with a few more. Uh, few more. Stonewall Jackson versus Sherman was one we couldn't really decide on. That one would be interesting. What do you think the outcome would be if these two men were in charge of the Army of the Northern Virginia and the Army of the Potomac? Hope that this sparks a small discussion and keep up the good work, guys. Your loyal listener, Sergeant Box Turtle. Off the top of my head, I'd, I'd think Jackson Sherman. would take it. No, really? Interesting. Jackson was Jackson. a very good divisional commander, corps commander at best. And that's the reason why he was never in charge of an army. Okay, He was good with a scalpel, not so much with you know a sledgehammer. Sherman, on the other hand, was given an entire army and given some very vague orders. Mark South, kick ass, and beat a lot of armies on his way to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I, of the two, I would think Sherman, in a strategic role, would probably beat Jackson. In a tactical? See, that's why yeah, I don't know. Uh, See, to me, that's what it comes down to, yeah, tactics versus you know, strategy. Well, strategy wins the war, tactics wins the battle. Right, well, we're talking, they're talking about one battle here. Which is why I thought that Jackson would win. In a a core to core battle, I would say Jackson. In an army to army battle, well, he says specifically the Army of Northern Virginia and the Army of the Potomac. Right. I would say the Army of the Potomac. I would say Sherman. Well, I'll tell you what. If Jackson gets to keep all the other Confederate generals that that Lee would have had, uh-huh. okay, well then uh, Northern Virginia. That's because yeah. Sherman had Dick to work with. Oh yeah, no, I I, that, I I can't even name anyone else that was with Sherman in force. So. All right, this is from Goomba Boy, Netflix. This can't be right. Facebook, World of Warcraft, Xbox Live, etc. are all beat out by Netflix. Well, yeah, of course. Is, yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about that. It's because of the bandwidth. Right, because stream- everybody's streaming their, you're, you're their streaming movies videos. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that takes a lot of bandwidth. This is from uh, Xanath, I believe. Hail, glorious emperor, slayer of the unjust, shoutcaster of the 30-inch monitor, and pusher of cardboard can goodness. Carbonated. Carbonated, sorry. I.e. Pepsi. Cardboard would be kind of funny. That would, yeah, cardboard can. As always seems to be the case these days, I seem to have a few more articles which you might enjoy discussing on the show. First of all, I am going to poke uh, that PETA button again just one more time. PETA to sue SeaWorld, claiming they, quote, enslave killer whales. No, I'm not making this shit up. Okay. I'm 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 kind of fifty fifty on this one. I, I don't think they are stunt. I, I don't think Bottom that line. SeaWorld enslaves no. killer whale. No, but I have to admit I have seen things that SeaWorld does some things that are kind of crappy. If you if you saw exactly what they did with the killer whales and they stick them in a little thing and they don't get to swim around and they don't get to do all the kinds of stuff, you're like, eh, that kind of sucks. But then you know they go outside and they do the flips and the kids like it too. So I don't know. I'm kind of six of one, half a dozen of another on that one. Uh, next one. Want to ensure your child has a hellish high school life? Want to be a massive douche into the bargain? Give birth to your child as an art exhibit then. Oh, I heard about this. It's a performance artist who gave birth as art. Really? Yes. I don't know that I'd go to that one. But it's art. I, I, well, look, art's in the eye of the beholder. And that's the problem. There has well, that's be some, it is what it is. Look, if we took the Renaissance painters and brought them to the future and said, look, this is art, they would vomit. And rightly so. Okay. No, Your Honor, I swear that prostitute turned into a donkey. Okay, we got to do this one. Sorry. This, this, is a, this has winter all over it. This is the kind of one I wish we could have done tonight. This, I think this would have been a good roundtable discussion. <laughs> really? What's, what's there to discuss? <laughs> it's donkey porn. 
there's always something to discuss with donkey porn. Uh, unfortunately, the link doesn't, doesn't seem, seem to be, to be working. Try, try our reloading it. This is from the metro.co.uk. Uh, let's see. Vampire Woman Gets Horns. Uh, da, da, da. Man Marries Pillow. Yeah, we've... Must we've, be in Japan. We've, we've talked about that guy Yes, before. we have. Yeah. All right. For whatever reason, it's not on here anymore. So, unfortunately, yeah. the donkey prostitute story we cannot do. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, what would you think is the most shoplifted food drink item in the world? Alcohol? Nope. It's cheese. Cheese? I would have guessed meat. Like steak or, or something like that. Something small. I would have guessed something ex- expensive. Small and expensive, like baby formula. Mystic Mim has joined us. Sort of. Not really? Are you just sitting down here to enjoy the discussion? What is that there? Cookie. Is that like a cookie puss or what, what is that? Cookie pops. Sugar cookie on a stick. Yeah, that's it. There's no like ice cream on it or anything like that. Sugar cookie on a stick. Yep. Talk for a minute. Hang on. Talk for a second. How was your sugar cookie? Not on you a her. Stick? All right. Well, he was asking me a question, so I could think of something to talk about. Jerry. See, and I was you, making and sure. You're, okay, look, bitch. I was making sure your volume was uh, turned up. Just turn. turn is, it, is it this one? I have no idea. Start talking. Emperor is a whore. No, it's not it. Okay, that's mine. Okay. All right. I think the... we did that one, so I think it's got to be this one by default. Yes. It must be that one. Go ahead. I got a cookie and you don't. Yeah, that's her. Okay. Yeah, gee, yeah, that turned up louder. You missed the donkey prostitute story. Yes. Prostitute you... turned into a donkey, apparently. Oh. Through magic. Yes. I was going to say, how do you prostitute a donkey? Uh, <laughs> you go to Tijuana, and that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, okay, I understand that, but how many guys actually want to do a donkey? No, it's I, I think if you're going to do that, it would be the other way around. The the donkey would be the guy. But that's not why what would I you say clerks too? Yeah, why would you? Never mind. Why I would anyone? I, I don't know why. No, anyone I don't know why you why, why you said that. You're like, like no, no, like, I'm pretty sure to be the guy. It was I, want, I, want, too? I want the donkey to be the guy. It was uh, the the Godfather <laughs> Part Two was a donkey show? I like that one, though. I was telling my friend about Kelly it. Kelly can be a guy's name, too. Ladies. See, I, <laughs> see I, I, I didn't like Clerks. I thought Clerks 2 was okay. I didn't think, was they, right. need, I didn't think they needed to make Clerks 2. Oh, I think they did. Cause I, I, I think uh, uh, Kevin Smith huh, was grasping at spells. <laughs> I'm 37. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. I think, I used, I think I've got that one. Hang on. Let me see if I've got that. You've got the sound bite? I think I, I do. I think you do. Um, where would it be though? Would it just be messages. there? <laughs> Try not to suck anybody's dick on the way to the <laughs> parking lot. Hey, hey, you gotta, hey, you get back here. <laughs> Let's see. You've uh, got to find a way to add to. I've got all so this. much; you it's not even. Remote That's what I'm saying. Time. You got to find some way to organize a little mm, bit better. Secret M M&M. and M was hiding under all the frosting. So, did you there make that at the pumpkin making party or whatever? Or? Uh, yes, her aunt brought over the cookies already made, and they just decorated them. Oh, okay. I heard. I didn't decorate. Listen. I just ate them. Gotcha. I don't know. This is the same one, but hang on. Do you sell videotapes? Yeah. What are you looking for? Happy Scrappy Hero Pop. Uh, one second. I'm on the phone with the distribution house now. Let me make sure they got it. What's it called again? Happy Scrappy Hero Pop. Happy Scrappy. She loves it. Obviously. Uh, yeah. Hi. This is RST Video Calling. Customer number 4352. I'd like to place an order. Okay, I need one each of the following tapes. 
whispers in the wind, to each his own, put it where it doesn't belong, my pipes need cleaning, all tit fucking volume eight, I need your cock, ass worshiping rim jobbers, my cut and eight shafts, come clean, come gargling naked sluts, come buns three, coming in socks, come on Eileen, huge black cocks with pearly white cum, girls who crave cock, girls who crave cunt, met alone too, the KY connection, pink pussy lips, oh yeah and uh, all holes filled with hard cock. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, was that another one you wanted? Okay, that wasn't it, but... No, that one's pretty funny, too. <laughs> Happy Scrappy Hero Pop! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently, the, they actually had to do that, that scene separately because uh, oh, the yeah, guy who plays Randall refused to do it in front of the kid. Right. Yeah. So, ladies, the TSA approves your use of a vibrator when lonely and away from home in this uh, scrawled message on the standard, quote, we searched your case uh, for improves. I heard about this. Apparently, uh, some woman from Ireland was going back to Ireland, going uh-huh. home, and uh, apparently her vibrator got confiscated, and she was like publicly embarrassed by the TSA about having found it in her luggage because I guess it went off. So, I don't know. Well, they do have to check uh, for electronics to make sure that they work. That's true. And if you have to turn on all electronics in your baggage. If your suitcase starts vibrating, I guess I would be kind of, you know, <laughs> a little worried too. Good evening, Emperor. I'm writing with article you might enjoy. And what is this? Richmond Tea Party says city gives Occupy Richmond, yada, yada. The basic summary is Richmond Tea Party is sending an invoice for $10,000 to the city of Richmond since it seems that the local Occupy Wall Street group being allowed to illegally squat on city land at no cost while they, the Richmond Tea Party, paid to rent the park as well as paid for permits, police presence, and portable toilets. It also notes that the local ordinances have been used in this calendar year to remove squatter er, protesters from the very same park. Take care from sale. And the other thing, too, about the Tea Party is, and I saw this at both the ones I went to in Cleveland, they cleaned up after themselves, and I mean everything. Uh-huh. That place was spotless. They may be pissed and protesting, but they're a clean bunch. So they're not complete retards? No. It, well, the Tea Party wasn't, no. The squatter, I'm, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, the, the current squatter. Yeah, no, no. The Occupy Wall Street, no, they want to be in their own filth because they refuse to leave the park. That's what I don't get, Highlander. Oh, sorry, and again, you're, you're more, you're the liberal kind of thing. Bloomberg tells them in New York, leave the park so we can clean it. Come back in three hours and you can have the park right back. There's a sanitation reason we don't want anybody getting, like, freaking cholera. And they refuse to leave. Does that make any sense? It wasn't like they are saying you can't keep The going. only thing I could think is that maybe they're worried that if they leave, then they won't be able to have access to the area to protest. Okay, well, then, you know what? Go squat on something else. Go take over Central Park. That's the only thing I could think of. Okay. Dear Rep, a recent thread on V, this being at... Um, 4chan came across this gem quote and mandatory payments directly from credit will be taken for using an excess of four games on your origin service origins with a capital o this will be taken automatically on a bi-yearly basis the amount determined by the length of time you connected to your origin service it's right in the origin info on their website about two-thirds the way down put them on the purge list sincerely onan well, as I don't have anything to do with Origins anymore, and I haven't for a long time. Right. Uh, yeah, Origins by EA. That's yeah, the same company. This is what this is the company that used to run Ultima Online. Yes. So I'd say screw them. Put them on the purge list if you want. I, that seems kind of shitty to me, personally. Goomba Boy. Sends a whole bunch of uh, yes. jokes. Is that what he does? Uh, at work, this is what he does. He is a sick and twisted human, and he's funny for it. A chicken and an egg are in bed together. The chicken takes a drag of a cigarette and says, Well, 
I guess that settles that. Ba-dum-bump. Nothing? No. It still doesn't answer the question. Which came first, chicken or the egg? Yeah. Okay. What do you do if an elephant comes in your room? Swim. I don't get that one at all. I hate you. You don't get it at all. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Still not as funny. Now I get it now. Okay. Must be a small <laughs> Sorry. A friend of mine drowned last week, and at his funeral, instead of a wreath, we put a life preserver on his coffin. It's what he would have wanted. <laughs> Doctors are looking into claims that Michael Jackson's death could have been caused by an allergic reaction from eating 12-year-old's nuts. No, just 12-year-old Your old nuts. nuts. Yes, yes. Sorry. What was Michael Jackson's last hit? The floor. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing from Highlander. You're like, Egh. yeah, it's funny. It, it, it takes a lot to really make me laugh. That's the problem. What do you call a woman with one black eye? <laughs> a fast learner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that one's good. <laughs> so I would assume you call one with two black eyes a slow learner? <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between a cow and 9-11? You stop milking a cow after 10 years. Ooh. You know you're getting old when you're watching porn and thinking to yourself, wow, that's a nice bed. What do you, what do you get when you cross holy water with castor oil? <laughs> a religious movement. Did you hear about the constipated mathematician? It was a natural log. All right. What's the difference between a black man and a bench? Ooh, a bench can support a family. Ow! That's below the belt. Uh, Descartes and Socrates are sitting at a bar together. Socrates says, would you like another drink? Descartes says, I think not, and disappears. I get it. Okay. That's, that's I think it's kind of... Descartes? Yeah. He's the one who came up with, I think, therefore I am. I am, right. Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of, yeah. Did you hear about that actress that... Excuse me. Did you hear about that actress that was stabbed? Um, Reese Witherspoon? No, with a knife. Wah, wah. Hang on. Okay. I, I think uh, we, really, we really need... Uh, do you have the wah, wah, wah? The sheep horn? Yeah, I think we do, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we need that a lot. Yeah. Hitler sits in his fort pushing Jews over a cliff. A startled messenger comes in and says, My Fuhrer, the British are coming. Hitler says, Quiet, I'm playing Tetris. Okay. All right. <clears throat> what do nine out of ten people enjoy? Gang rape. Atoms have mass. I didn't even know they were Catholic. It's <clears throat> kind of going downhill at this point. Yeah. A man walks in the doctor's office wearing nothing but cling, but cling wrap. The doctor turns to him and says, "I can clearly see your nuts." Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we've been. Thank you, Goomba Boy, for once again sending yes. the gem. But he continues Just with more. more. <laughs> Have you heard about my karate joke? I need to work more on the punchline. When is a car not a car? When it turns into a driveway. Da, 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 da. Want to hear a joke about sodium? Nah. Okay, now that was funny. I got a crappy one. Well, when's a door not a door? When it's a jar. Oh, you suck. <laughs> yes, I was in the sixth grade, too. <laughs> Apparently so is my dad. He told me Connor, do you guys prefer real-time or turn-by-turn strategy games, the Pork Source? Real-time? I can't even think of a good turn-by-turn. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they're out there. I don't play Total them. War is turn-by-turn, except for the battles. Right. Uh, yeah, they don't really make... Um, 
Final Fantasy Tactics. I yeah, I guess those kind I of really, tactics I, games. Yeah, I, I think I think those have kind of gone downhill because the they are the more engaging element is to play it. You know, kind of try to juggle everything at the same time. Right. See if you can get everything going at the same time, and rather than waiting and thinking about your move and you know turn by turn kind of thing. Otherwise, it's risk. You know, who, who plays that? <laughs> Not me anymore. I got banned. That's right. <laughs> Man, what time do you work? Are you late tonight or early? Uh, it's 10 o'clock. We're on overtime. So you go in at what, 9.30? I go in at 10. Okay. How's that working out for you? This one keeps waking me up and then telling me I'm lazy. What? Uh. I didn't, wait, when did I wake you up? Today. No, I didn't. I said you had a party to go to. You woke me up at 1 o'clock after I went to bed at 6. Uh, actually, it was 2 o'clock. No, it was 1. And you could I have gone to bed earlier. Two. You got up at 6. I don't know. Are you I went, to bed, went to bed at six because I can't just turn it off. That's my new schedule. I'm awake at night. Six o'clock in the morning. I'm awake at night. I work from and ten yet, o'clock at night. I to had to stay lay awake listening to whatever what she was watching on TV. I know all about the infomercials. You want a snuggie? I, I can tell you about it. I didn't look at a snuggie one. I was watching makeup s- stuff. And so I can there. tell you about that makeup. No, you can't. You ever see the one about when? Yes. With the shampoo? There's a shampoo that like... It, conditioning shampoo. It's like conditioning. You use it once because apparently you, you strip your hair of whatever the hell's in your hair when you use regular shampoo. I don't know what it is. But not with uh, Gwen, with guy who looks like Fabio, whatever the hell his name is. A gay version. There you go. Steakburger says, no, no, the journalist's name was Cockaday. Lol. Okay, so I guess we mispronounced Whoa, it. Whoa, okay. Being that it was foreign, how the hell was I supposed it's to know? It's got five words in it. Yeah, no shit. Uh, topic for discussion. Let's see what do we got here. So one of my friends was writing a news article on sexism for a college project, and he decided to discuss sexism in the media, primarily TV, but also games. Now, this surprised me at first, because to be honest, when you say media, games aren't the first thing that spring to mind, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, we started to discuss sexism in games. Uh, My friend was for some reason convinced games were a very sexist medium. However, I disagreed entirely. He mentioned characters like Laura Croft, who are depicted in a very sexual way. Now, I'll be honest, I can't argue with that, as she has the most inefficient adventure outfit ever, but whatever. Argued that Laura Croft, much like most female game characters, was a positive depiction of women, though I did agree she was definitely being depicted sexually. That's kind of a given, considering the majority of gamers out there. Can't blame a company for knowing their demographic. Anyways, to try and shorten this email, a bit late for that, but I thought uh, I just thought that I'd get your thoughts on the subject as it is an interesting discussion topic. This is from uh, Mr. Reed. Uh, I'd say there is. I mean, really, if there's there's very few. I mean, you can probably count on your one hand probably the number of uh, main character females that are in games, like Laura Croft, Samus, Aran. Really trying to think of other ones, but even even when there are females in games, I mean, there I'll, are character I'll, leads, but I don't know if they're yeah, the they're leads. not the main character. Uh, the bitch from Final Fantasy thirteen, yeah, Lightning. But I would whatever the hell her name um, is. I, I would agree that not all cases, but a majority of the time, usually when there's a woman in a Tara game, Final they're they're depicted rather scantily clad. Okay, look, I'll put it to you this way: you know, whatever you're playing the game, you're dropping sixty bucks. Do you want to see some ugly whore as your character, or do you want to see something that's you know voluptuously at least you know eye candy? Mim, would you agree? Well, it doesn't have to be one or the other. That's you know you're you're taking it to two major extremes. But essentially, it's either that's the- ugly whore or <laughs> whore. Fine. Choose <laughs> well, either way. They're a whore. That's okay. Right. Fine. How many? Uh, Comely type of people you know, characters have you seen that are female that are leads? Um, that are leads. Uh, Laura oh, okay. Croft. Uh, 
Oh, am I thinking of homely or comely? Ugly! How many oh, ugly? very average-looking characters can you think of off the top of your head? Average. That are not uh, attractive or appealing in any one way or, or another. To what? To me? To everyone to else? Any, I, I, I can't speak for everyone else. I can only uh, speak for me. Okay, here. I'll speak from the female pers- perspective. There. I don't play enough games to know whether they're sexist or not, so there you go. They know their demographic. If I'm not looking at them, what difference does it make? The reason why they make anything appealing is because it is appealing. That's the whole point. The male demographic, as Mystic Man just pointed out, and it is a vast majority male demographic. Oh, of course. That's why why women are depicted that. Right. Yeah. There you go. Am I going to care? No. Probably not. I'm not going to get pissed off because a man wants to see a woman half naked. That's what you guys do. Especially it's a video game character. Right. So, all hill emperor, vanquisher of the unworthy, via carbonated projectiles in his motley crew. Wow, you just keep getting downgraded, dude. Jeez, what the yeah. fuck's that all about? Another, maybe you should show up for more than one week in a row. Another week, another load of articles for reviewing pleasure. These are actually from last week. So we can go ahead and skip those. Right. Although I forgot we weren't on the air last week. Uh, dear Imp, I'd like to meet Noah the Prodigy Solus. He's a professional fighting game player, adept at both Street Fighter 4 and Marvel vs. Capcom 3. <sighs> the Prodigy? With his latest result being a top 48 placement at Evolution 2011, the biggest fighting game tournament in the world. <laughs> he, he has, I'm sure all 200 people who showed up to that. Yes. He has his own. Oh, I'm sure there's a ton of people that will watch this thing. Oh, I'm sure there are. Like, I'm talking about like actual for fat people. Yes. Which is, which is why I've, I've already read ahead, which is why I'm kind of sad about this a little bit. He has his own sponsorship and even a clothing line designed by himself, and he's nine years old. Well, that's so sad. Well, okay. Look, a nine-year-old's reflexes. You should not be. Th- yeah, but you should not be that good at a video. I mean, that's all, all he does is he plays video games. That's sure. all. I, but look, kids take to this stuff a lot easier. A nine-year-old's reflexes are going to be much faster than yours or mine, especially in my condition these days. He's not called the prodigy for nothing. Starting to play fighting games at age seven and already being better at uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 than nearly 2,000 other attending players and hundreds of thousands of other players. That's right, listeners. This kid is more famous than you, and his balls haven't even dropped yet. Want this guy to win a tournament before he turns 10, because that would be just hilarious. Sincerely, Onan. <laughs> uh, that's a little sad. Uh, just, I think when I, you're seven years old, you should not be playing video games enough that you're like one of the as opposed top to, people in oh, the world. I don't know, like a master chess player at the age of like 10, some kind of chess I think that's a little sad, too. Really? Yeah, if, if you focus on one thing your whole life, you, you miss out on something. When you hear what happened, you're going to bow down and worship me like a god. So, uh, I, I, I would not want to fight. I was just telling him, Mr. Pam, don't you work with somebody named Blanca? Yes. Yes. I thought that was kind of awesome. Oh, this is one I, I found. Um, they, for whatever reason. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Did you see this? Yeah, it, it, was, it was just an uh, exercise or whatever. It was like an entertainment right. thing. Yeah, it wasn't. It, well, of course they're going to say it, it's the position they took. Sure. The yeah. uh, British sent a bunch of lawyers to Philadelphia against a bunch of American lawyers, where in court they debated out the legality of the, the American Revolution. Right. The British are coming. And in the end, it didn't matter because we beat their ass anyway. So, you know. My piece of paper says it's illegal. My musket says it is. I I remember when they had a whole thing where they uh, pretended that the American Revolution failed and they uh, took George Washington to trial to try him for treason. Oh, well. Yeah. I I remember when that happened, too. They actually found him not guilty. Five rulers who idiots' siblings nearly screwed the world. 
One day I'll actually manage to compile all of these together into one email and send them. Now, I'm going to say it right now, Prince John of England is going to be one of those because the Magna Carta and he fucked things over when Richard went on a crusade. We're going right. to see. Top five. We won't go through I just want to see think him. of other... Hillary Clinton's brothers, Tony and Hugh Rodham. Well, that's well, true. Okay, well, well if, if you're doing that, then Jimmy Carter's brother will be on there. What the hell is this? I don't know. It's just stupid pop-up things. All right, yeah, okay, we don't need to read all that. the different yeah. scandals that they were right, involved he's in. He's a drunk, right. and he's this, that, and the other. What's the next one? Yeah, there, there it is. President yeah. Jimmy okay. Carter's I, brother, I was Billy thinking Carter. more like really historical, not to... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where his brother <laughs> followed by the worst president in the history of the United States. Redneck power pickup. Billy Carter's. I like that. That's an awesome commercial. Napoleon's sister, Pauline Bonaparte. She was a whore, too. Really? Oh, she was. She wanted to be a princess. She wanted to have her own a little fiefdom. Oh, yeah, she was a little priss. And eventually, yeah, see, yeah, he had a well-earned reputation for getting drunk and sleeping with anyone over middle class. <laughs> she was a whore, and Napoleon called her out on it, too. So what happened when he lost power? Did she just disappear? Um, She retained a bunch of money and just kind of disappeared into, oh, okay. you know. The brother of one of the world's richest men, Jeffrey... Bolkai? Bolkai? Oh, the, the Sultan of Brunei. I don't okay. give a fuck. No. Some douchebag. Moving on. Number one, Albert Goring. Brother of Hitler's right-hand man, Herman Goring. Man, this Wait. guy's giving Herman Goring a bad name. No. <laughs> Jeez. Would you quit it? And here, we've been trying to rehabilitate Goring for the last 60 years. i got to find out why. So let's turn this on its head for a moment. What happens when the powerful sibling is an asshole? Like, say, a high-ranking member of a fascist regime. How can a screw-up brother throw a wrench into that? By being too nice? Yep. Ah, uh, okay. In the 1930s, the Nazis stormed their power in Germany, blah, blah, blah. So this guy was hiding Jews, and apparently ah, that was, that was okay. a mistake. So Mr. Goring's brother, so... How I, dare okay. he? Still, I'd like to know why it was that Prince John went on that list, because he should have been. He threw away England. Moving on. Here's a little quick and funny article about a future game and or update that features a vulva-shaped USB controller. I don't know, and I want to go on this. All right. So I should know better some Christian. What the hell is this? When ergos get motion controls? I think it's eroji. Is that what it pronounce is? It? Yeah, it's a Japanese thing. I, I'm getting out of here now before I, the cops come, because that looks like illegal shit to me. I'm out. Hail the Almighty! I recently found Boylan's Birch Beer and really enjoyed it. I drank the creamy red Birch Beer. And I'm gonna I almost said bitch beer. And I'm gonna try the original tonight. I just wanted to pass on recommendations to you. If you are unable to find it, I will gladly send some of it to you if you have access to a place I can ship to that isn't personal. From Malaraj. I'd be willing to try that. Birch beer is not bad. Let's see, this is from you watching the video incredibly. But it what was this thing? I honestly forget. What the hell would I don't what know. I you say, bro, oh, that's the yeah, that's, that's how you, you set up uh, Skype. Broadcast your own radio station. Okay. Yeah, well, it I, takes like two minutes to do. Yeah, no wise can show me how to do that. Yeah. So, um, well, that way you can just watch the video and just do it. That way you don't have to wait for him to set that's, it. That's that's the entire mailbag. Man, I sent that. Heaven. I sent that weeks ago. That was a friggin' long mailbag. We got to take a break. When we come back, we got to wrap up the show. We have the Facebook face off. Got the quicketing. Yep. And get dressed up like a prostitute for work. Wait, what? It's Halloween. It's not my actual job. Yet, <laughs> really? Well, I'm glad you, you wore that last one. You I mean, work nights. Like you dress up like a prostitute. I'm just saying. Okay, so now this third shift two makes two a, a lot more. No wonder you don't she's come up with tired. three and a half. You said you needed more money, so 
Well, this explains why I'm sore. I'm tired. Stop touching me. This makes <laughs> so much sense. What? No, truly, what are you dressing up as for? Uh, a gothic Lolita. So you're I'm actually going to go to work wearing that because you're going to get it dirty and everything else. Um, actually, I'm not going to work. I'm just going to go in at noon and eat their free food and then come home and go back to bed. <laughs> nice. So you're working the shift tonight. I'm working the third shift tonight. Coming the home. Day shift has a Halloween right, party you're at gonna lunch. S- so okay. I'm going to come home, go to bed. Get dressed up and then go at lunch. They don't time. leave anything for the third shift people because yeah. I remember like screw them. No, yeah, no. I remember when we used to do stuff like that. We'd always make sure we leave you They'll know give some us leftovers and stuff. Some but stuff behind. I don't everything. get to. You don't get to participate in the costume contest. You ah. don't get to do any of that crap. I would totally buy Japanese porn. And that's all I needed to know. Yeah, uh, I tell you what, this Tobler guy has been on fire all day. And by fire, I mean, I mean really flaming. Yeah. All right, folks, uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up the show, the last couple of segments. And uh, some serious, uh, serious, serious explaining needs to be done here. Um, got some and we'll see what happens. Yes, uh, it needs to be done. So, anyway. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? You're listening to the Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. All right, folks, we're back here on the Empress Court here on Verse World Productions, VTWProductions.com. And for whatever reason, I can no longer hear myself in my headphones. Really? I, I can hear you just perfectly. I wonder what changed. I don't know. Uh, oh, shit. That seems very odd to me. Uh, anyways, I'm your host, the Emperor, joined studio by a Highlander. Always a pleasure. And honestly, I... Did, did we bump something, maybe? that? No, not that I know of. I mean, uh, you're, you're showing up on there. Right. Fine. It's just in my headphones that, for whatever reason, it's not. And that's extremely aggravating. Hmm. Um, hmm. No, that's not it. No? Um, actually, yes, it was. I think it is. Do it again. Really? Yes. That? Yeah. I appear to be able to hear myself a little more in my headphones. I, I don't know. Hmm, Put strange. it on the top and, and see if that's the... Into the yes, there we go. Uh, ah, aha! Success. Oh, yep. There's there we go. Little, yeah, so yes. Right. Son of a bitch. I will be able to hear myself clear all night. Yeah. Now I can. Okay. Highlighter and plug the microphone. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. Spoony bard. All right, I, we were gonna do some stuff, weren't we? Yeah, we're going to do the Facebook face-off. Yeah, I suppose we should. Quick enough. Yeah. So we didn't get to any of those? What? We'll get them. We'll, okay, fine. Sesame Street YouTube channel hack porn upload. We did okay. this last week. All right. Well, we don't. Well, we were not last week. Or last time, because this is... Uh, oh, okay. All right, real quick. Anyway, some, some guy hacked and put up, um, like, triple X porn onto the Sesame Street YouTube channel before anybody figured it out. So for about 20 minutes, it was up there before they realized and took it down. Actress used Amazon for $1 million after IMDb posts her age? Ouch. Is this yours or none left? No, it's not mine. Go ahead. There are many questions that one should not ask a woman. Covering a broad range of topics. Queries like, how much do you weigh? And how many boyfriends have you had? Usually do not go over very well. Those questions pale in comparison 
To the ultimate no-no in relationships with humans of the female persuasion, though, the question is, how old are you? Amazon and the Internet Movie Database are finding out firsthand just how upset a woman can be when you talk about her age, especially in public. In one of the more odd cases that has been reported, an unnamed actress has filed suit against IMDb and its parent company, Amazon. It's an, I didn't do Amazon or IMDb. I didn't know either. For listing her date of birth publicly on the Internet back in 2008. Aww. The suit claims that her career has been damaged. <laughs> due to the fact that studios do not want to hire an older woman for movie roles. The suit accuses Amazon and IMDb of breach of contract, fraud, and violation of privacy and consumer protection laws. I don't think your age is probably because your birth certificate's in public record. Yeah, except that a lot of people go by their Hollywood name is not their real one. Right. So if I go up and like, I'd like to have, I don't know. Yeah, but if, if, if you know or... what their real name is, then you can... You know. Uh, the complaint actually included the words Over the Hill, <laughs> which in a lawsuit is certainly a humorous addition, adding to the mirth surrounding the story. Of course, the Internet is on fire trying to figure out exactly which actress the Jane Doe listed in the suit could be. The only info that is to be had is that she is of Asian descent and lives in Texas. If you are a friend of this actress, we do not recommend throwing her an Over the Hill party. Okay, I give it 30 seconds before a judge throws that one out. Will Assassin's Creed be the first truly great video game film? Maybe. I don't know. I have seen the trailer for this one, if you have. Not sure. I didn't see the trailer either. All right. Don't care. Moving on. Three Apple products for the future without Steve Jobs. You know, I heard a funny joke the other day. Did you really? Ten years ago, we had Steve Jobs. We had Johnny Cash. We had Bob Hope. Today, we've got no cash, no jobs, and no hope. <laughs> That's not bad. Like that? Okay. I like that. That's pretty good. There we go. See, I laughed at something. The spirit of Steve Jobs' vision for Apple could live on for some time. The iPhone 4S, <laughs> Apple iTV, which I thought already exists. No. Doesn't I, Apple I, TV exist? Apple TV. Which, what is Apple TV? It's kind of like a Netflix? hard drive. It's kind of like a Netflix, yeah. Okay. You just plug it on your TV, you go online, and you watch whatever the hell you want? Yeah. Okay. Video game platform, which we've heard rumors about for a long time, about Apple kind of getting into the video game platform. I don't see it, truth be told. I really don't. I think it's going to be a flooded market with that. A lot of people still talk about it. Touch and 3D data input. Well, they already have the touch, the iPhone, the iPad, and all that. And I'm still not sold on 3D. Moving on. See, we're getting through this stuff now. 10 scariest video games you've never played. Well, this is right up your alley, sir. Just because I sent it. See, I I know. I was segueing to the highlight. I know. know I'm more of a fan of the campy... Horror film genre? No, I, but the, I love the really spook. The, the right. spookier, the better. Okay, go. All right. Number 10, Realms of the Haunting, 1997. Celebrated, very British slice of fear. Melds haunted houses with elements derived both from graphical adventures and FPSs. Before pitching it a raft of sumptuous FMV cutscenes for good measure. Demotic nights, cobweb-flecked hallways, flickering oil lamps, trusty horror staples unashamedly allied to a genuinely creepy narrative. And then, the uh, yeah. Click the next one there. I never played that one either. Never played this one. Cold Fear 2005 Xbox PS2. Pilloried upon release. It tactlessly debuted alongside Resident Evil 4. Cold Fear is actually the retrospective missing link between Code Veronica and 4. Marrying Leon's over-the-shoulder aiming with pure B-movie horror cheese. Mechanically mercurial, its real stars are its setting. A haunted whaling vessel being tossed about by stormy seas and an equally inhospitable oil rig. Trying to headshot exomutants while avoid being lobbed overboard? Now that's survival horror. 
I uh, played this one. The Suffering, 2004, Xbox, PS2. Silent Hill meets Prison Break as the maw of hell pops open in a, in a penitentiary and the blood flows in rivers. Sickly, the demons take on the form of their unfortunate method of execution. The six standouts perhaps being mainliners, victims of lethal injections reanimated as syringed, ravaged husks. Moral choices permeate the ultraviolent bloodletting, letting, lending unexpected catharsis to one of the sickest horror titles ever conceived. Uh, played this one. Sanitarium, 1998. Can a point-and-clicker be horrifying? Perhaps not. But this dark side of an asylum-bound protagonist who suffers from amnesia after a car crash is as disconcerting as they come. Disfigured and hesitant whether the madhouse he now roams is simply a Freudian fever dream, bizarre locations include a circus freak show, a backwater farming community that screams children of the corn, and a grotesque insectoid hive. Affecting, disquieting dialogue. He likes using big words for no real apparent reason. Does, yeah. Well, they're British, that's why. Uh, I never played this one. Cryostasis, Sleep of Reason, 2009. Never heard of Cryostasis? No. No, okay. Well, I've never played it. All right. How does the idea of being stranded with a psychotic crew of possessed corpses aboard a frozen nuclear-class icebreaker at the North Pole strike you? Us neither, but brave gameplay, brave gameplay mechanics inhabit corpses' psyches and relive their horrific final moments, utilize heat sources as health, and a depiction of intense cold so real it'll give you frostbite guaranteed atmosphere plenty. A gritty, depressing tale from the bowels of the Ukraine. Uh, played this one. Penumbra Black Plague, 2008. The first of two entries from Swedish Funster's Frictional Games, the second installment in the Penumbra Trilogy is the series' chilling standout with its eerie abandoned Greenland research lab, Think the Thing, some inspired physics-based puzzles, plus combat where you uh, can only run away. And scares. Lots of scares. Like that bit in the subterranean kennels with the dead dogs who aren't all... Bleh. Clive Barker's Undying, 2001. This Barker video game canon may have been sullied in recent eons by the sickly Jericho, but this Baroque first-person shooter crammed with devil worship, standing stones, and the supernatural demise of a family of Irish landowners ramps the murder, not to mention the gore, oh, the gore, up to 11. Hacking evil temptress Lisbeth's bounce off with a melee-licious scythe of the Celts was a truly memorable moment. Ah, I this played this one. Old school. Alone in the Dark, yeah. 1992. Well-known, yes. Off-played, possibly not, considering it required a hefty PC yep. to run even back in 1992. The original Resident Evil shamelessly pilfered so many aspects of Alone in the Dark. The mansion setting, the dogs, or in this case, werewolf, crashing through windows, those jaunty camera angles. There were amazed infogrames. Didn't take Capcom for every yen they had. But old as it is, this classic adventure still packs both frights, that's op that opening scene in the attic, and chills the devil worm in the tunnel beneath the cellar to conjure stellar shivers. Played this one. Call of Cthulhu, Dark Corners of the Earth, 2005. Too buggy, too tough, and criminally ignored upon release. Revisit this flawed classic with the benefit of a beefier PC, plus a widescreen HD patch, and terrorize yourself with this, with this definitive video game incarnation of H.P. Lovecraft's Cthulhu Mythos. Scariest bits? Being pursued across perilous rooftops by fishy Innsmouth Denzians, and the oceanic encounter with the Godzilla-sized Dagon. Best pack big harpoons. Oh, fantastic! Number one. Amnesia, yeah. This one is holy crap. Amnesia, The Dark Descent, 2010. The mis-unseen, confused protagonist trapped in a creepy, creepy Transylvanian castle alike might be pure Hammer Hocklum, 
but an amnesia's inspired use of light and shadow and disturbing sanity effects, allied to a sense of brooding dread that eschews from being utterly alone and defenseless, like Penumbra Back Plague. No shotguns here, folks. Crowns this king of psychological horror. Even if you think you've seen everything horror gaming had to offer, we did, you will scream. Lots. Yeah, that one's pretty terrifying. Because that one, you don't have any weapons, and then when an enemy shows up, you have to either hide or run away. And if you hide in the shadows, the longer you are in the dark, the crazier you get. Kind of like an eternal darkness kind of thing. I see. Well, I think it's time for the Facebook face-off. All right. Don't you, sir? I think so. Um, We're not playing any music for this? uh, I will cue it up. First, I'm going to grab everybody's uh, profile. And I'll put it up there. Okay. How many people do we have this week? Uh, 13 that are 13. waiting. We're going to do six. However, Alex Scanders, Lavens, is set to only share his information with everyone. So unfortunately, sir, you will be ignored. As everybody should know by this point, ladies and gentlemen, that you must have access to your accounts given to us so that we can take a look at it and make fun of it. If we don't know anything about you, how do we know we want to be your friend? Exactly. Okay, let's be honest. We don't want to be your friend, but, you know, we kind of need... Oh, this guy's still on there? I recognize that. Yeah, there's a lot of people still on here that haven't made it for whatever reason. Um, We're going to get rid of this dude just because I'm tired of him being up there, the abs guy. Since he's not here, let us get rid of it. And... And which other one? This dude. All right. Okay. Here we go. Okay. As everybody knows, here's how the Facebook face-off works. If you want to join and be a member of the Irons Friends List. Okay, that's strange. I'm watching the thing jump here. Very strange. Okay. Uh, Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, you have to join us on Emperor's Court. That's our Facebook. We'll then take a look at everybody, and we will see exactly who we like. Am I ripping you into shreds? IRC will then get one vote as to, of the six people that we're going to have, who will make it into the Iron Friends list. If you are passed over five times, just like a Major League Baseball's Hall of Fame, you will not make it into the Friends list. In fact, you will be turned out into the bowels of the Internet forever. You shall be banned, never to return again. Moving on. First up, let's see. Let's go to the top of the list and we'll work our way down. Is Dean Gibson. From Glasgow, United Kingdom. And that's apparently all we know because he doesn't share information with anybody else. Uh, well, so, sorry, right Dean. There. For whatever reason, you people really have a problem listening to directions. Next up is Brian Argent Smith. It looks like, I don't know, looks like a, a big retarded surfer. Works as a poet. Wow. Mm. See, that unemployed. Work unemployed. Uh, employers, poet, philosophy, and... I don't know what the hell. That's his Tumblr account. Okay. Goes to Richwood High School. His favorites are favorite quotations are John Lennon. A dream you dream alone is only a dream. A dream you dream together is reality. And the other one that he had is, is that a gun in your hand? People inspire John or uh, Brian is John Lennon, the two-door cinema club, Don't Patrick know. Watson, yeah. Chris Martin, yeah. George Harrison. Uh, I was a big Beatles fan, I guess. <laughs> favorite teams are the Netherlands national team, the Germany national team, I bet those two just love each other. <laughs> FEC Bayern München, uh, Inter Milan, and AFC Ajax. 
Favorite athletes are a bunch of people that I've never heard of other than Dirk Nowitzki and Steve Nash. Music. The Temper Trap, Coldplay. Yep, know them. The Beatles. Okay, well, it's obvious. Yeah. Sanford and Son. I know this is Munford, but this sounds better. His favorite movies were Step Brothers, Night at the Roxbury, mm-hmm. Buddy the Elf, and The Hangover. So he's got a big filling thing for Will Ferrell, yeah. clearly. Television. Rescue Me, South Park, Futurama, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and Robin Big. <laughs> And Games are Gears of War 1 through 3. He really also, likes Gears of War and the Beatles. He's married to Sydney Swedensky. Ugh. Which one is her, though? Does I'm it ho- matter? I'm hoping the one on the left. Uh, I guess. Uh, you, you think the one on the left is attractive? No. No? Uh, okay, better than the one on the right, I'll say That's that. That's why I said the one on okay, the left. Okay, but either one is, I mean... You don't think she's attractive? Look, friggin... If I was in Amsterdam, I'd be say, hey, the dike is about to burst. If you catch my drift. Yeah. What? Yes. Pass. Okay, moving on. <laughs> okay. Hey, everybody gets called out on this one. We'll even make fun of your friends' friends because you're subjecting them. Don't say a word. This is the pedophile picture of the little girl saying, don't say a word because this guy touches me. Carlos D. Perez, also known as Heavy Oil. I guess that's how he has to use when he uh, lubes up for the job. Yes. Alexander Hamilton Vocational and Technical High School. So, dropout. Yes. Music is Tito Rodriguez, Tech, Rihanna, and Kamikaze, a.k.a. Da Ace of... Of boobs? Whatever. I guess. I don't know. Television, Strange and Funny Things, Weeds, and Family Guys. Games are Farmville. Ouch. Mystery. Favorite role, Eggs. And Farmville Mystery. Worked for Oil Comp... Companies likes hunting, camping, and bow hunting. He's into women and single males. Okay. Hmm. There's not a whole lot to go on. Not really a whole lot to go on other than a dropout who likes uh, oiling up little children. Apparently. And tells them not to say a word. Exactly. Because they won't believe you. Shh. Michael Fitzgerald is our Irish gentleman who has lots of pictures of his own abs. Which oh, it's says the douchebag. Yes. I remember the douchebag. Yes, he is still here. So, Ab Boys, favorite athletes are a bunch of soccer players that no one else has ever heard of. Except Zidane, Zidane, Zidane. Isn't this the dude that head butted the guy? That has got to be a. That's got to be a fake name. That can't be a real name. No, th- isn't this the dude? Oh, he's the actor director. Right? I thought that was the soccer player that like head butted some guy because oh. he was losing. And he got all pissed. Favorite teams are QPR, Real Madrid, and Arsenal. Music is Oasis, Gorillas, Corn, Lincoln Park, and Poets of the Fall. His books are Lord of the Rings. Ugh. Movies. Fight Club, that's a plus. Lord of the Rings, eh. Knocked Up. <laughs> Die Hard's a plus. Gladiator's a plus. Let's see what else. Stiller Pages. Spartacus. Futurama, The Simpsons, Two and a Half Men, etc. What is his other activities? What is Epsolite.com? Let's take I a don't look. know. We're gonna f- the latest news in the world of Epsol. So it's... Uh, error. E- oh, it says e- EPL site. Oh, okay. So what is EPL? Fuck if I know. I'm Tottenham Hotspur versus Queen Park Rangers. Live. Oh, England Premier League. Oh, I figured okay. it out. Okay, there we go. And he's in high school. We went to high school. Doesn't say he graduated. He lives in Cork. He knows English, French, and Irish. He's from Clonmel. So there we go. I, th- I-, I thought they spoke Gaelic. I thought they didn't speak Irish. Uh... Gaelic is kind of um, all-encompassing. 
Okay. Most people say it's it's Irish. Okay. Yeah. And who else do we have up here? Uh, I think it was this guy, Patrick Crocker, who's yeah. got an anime picture for a profile. Religious views. Don't care. Just don't care. Political views. None that you want to hear. Clearly, this is a man of very strong conviction. Very strong conviction. Yes. Getting message in an IRC. Today's articles. Couldn't find the horror game article Highlander found. All right. Thank you. From the, it's from the Telegraph then left. Uh, favorite quotations. Just use what comes to mind. We bring the barrage. You can't spell manslaughter without laughter, which I kind of like. It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of gum. People who inspire him. Now, let's play which one doesn't match. Uh-huh. Sun Tzu. Right. Alexander the Great. Okay. Duke Nukem. Uh-huh. And Napoleon. Clearly Napoleon. Because he's... Sure. Corsican. I don't yes. Because <laughs> Duke is whatever. All right. Yeah, that's, I think that's an accurate statement. Duke is whatever. <laughs> Music is Frank Klepecki. Never heard of Judas him. Judas Priest. Heard of him, but don't Muse. like him. Muse. Like that's him. a woman's band. Drowning Pool. Yeah. Okay, they were gone after one hit, and the guy died. Guns and Roses. How's Chinese to, uh, democracy coming along? Stephen King is his favorite writer. Movies is Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. He's got to be fucking with us, man. Uh, Shaun of the Dead as Rothian supervillains, Gladiator, and Hot Fuzz. Television, Mobile Suit, Gundam. Oh, that's the old one. Gundam Suit, Gundam Wing. Right. Zoids. Zoids? Stargate. Uh, like Starcraft, Starcraft, Warhammer. Counter-Strike Source. Star pa- wow, Star Wars Empire at War. Wow, really? I don't think play that anymore. Jeez. It's so old, they don't even have a graphic for it. Ha! <laughs> About Patrick, I'm a good listener and speak what's on my mind and somewhat crazy, C-R-A-S-Y, crassy. But once you know me, you'll never forget me. Gay. Interested in women, call me at 1-780-201-3637. Highlander, grab your phone. All right. Again, that number is 1-780-201-3637. What is it one more time? He's from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. It's 1-780-201. Two zero one three six three seven. I encourage everybody right now to call Patrick Crocker and wish him well in his attempt for the Iron Friends list. I believe Highlander is calling him as we speak. It's ringing. I bet it's his mom that's going to pick up. That'd be great. At 9 o'clock at mom, night. Mom, do you know your son is a pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Mounties. <laughs> We want this to the, mount yes, I'm you. Sh- I'm sure it's exactly how it works. This is the Mounties. <laughs> oh, I'll leave a message? I don't want to leave a message. No, you got to leave a message. Do it. Make it like really, yeah. Flood this guy's voicemail. Do it. Thank you, Mirakai. Patrick, hello. This is Highlander live on the air of the Emperor's Court. Uh, you were stupid enough. To actually leave your number on your Facebook page. We're putting porn on your page. So I'm, I'm assuming I am probably the first of many, <laughs> many <laughs> voicemails you're going to be getting. So I will just leave it at that and let you listen to the horror show that I'm sure you have waiting when you realize <laughs> that you have 24 voicemails. Enjoy the other 23. Take care. Bye-bye. That's one seven eight zero two zero one three six three seven. And I don't care if this is goes to podcast. If you get the podcast, go ahead and call them anyways. That's what you get when you put it on a public Facebook. This is what happens. 
So now, friends, we need to go ahead and vote on a wiener. We have Dean Gibson from Glasgow, United Kingdom, which had new information. We had the homeless poet, Brian Argent Smith, who looks like a drugged-out surfer. Carlos D. Perez, who oils up small children. Right, and this says, don't say a word. Patrick Crocker from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, which will be getting many calls from us, I'm sure. And Michael Fitzgerald, who is the gay ab guy from Ireland. I do believe that this is the fifth and final chance that Mr. Fitzgerald can get in. So if his abs uh-huh. aren't able to squeeze him into the Facebook face-off this time around... It's time to start going to Dunkin' Donuts. Most gay, doing anything yes. most gay men, and I'm sure if Eve were still here, would cry by the fact that you were no longer part of the friends list. So who are you uh, pulling for? I don't really know. There's really no one that stands I out. I kind of like none of the above. I kind of like none People of the above. People suck. The rape girl pick, all right? None of them. Let's see. Vote now. Is none an option? I'm voting for the Mick. All right, so one for the Irish one. One for the rape girl. For the rape. Okay. The rape girl? Yes. One for it. Crocker, who's the guy we just called. I have to vote for Patrick now just because of that. Lol, that and the rest are fags. All right, so two for Crocker, the guy we just called. Three for Crocker. Two for the rape girl. Uh, I called for Patrick, so I'm voting. I called Patrick, so I'm voting him. Three for that. Fitzy, all the rest suck. So two for the uh, ab guy. Wow, that's a pretty diverse crowd. I don't Jeez. think we have anyone really ahead. No. If Fitzgerald wants to squeeze into the Iron Friends list, he should ask the oily pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> I vote for the ab man, says copy. Why do I find that very suspicious? Uh, Scrub Puppy says, Patrick. Another one for the patty. Oh, it looks like the Irishman's getting ahead. Vote for the poet. He needs something nice in his life. <laughs> the guy we called, Crocker. So it looks like the uh, Mick is up six to four over Crocker. With several other ones, the Rape Girl's got five. I'm sorry, three. So one of these ugly fucks don't deserve to be in the friends list. However, I'm voting for the patty. All right, so it looks like the Irish ab dude's going to make it in. Michael uh-huh. Fitzgerald looks like he has enough votes to actually squeeze his way in. So congratulations. You avoided the shutout. I confirm you as a member of the friends list. Now, for the love of Christ, take a picture with your shirt on. <laughs> I, assume you, I assure you nobody wants to see that. And to show that we are not going to go over com- almost completely over our 9 o'clock hour, 49% of console gamers don't buy downloadable contents as the escape is Yeah, I, I rarely do, too. I admit I, it. I've bought a few for Total I am, War. I am part of the 49%. Uh, I'm part of the 51 that does I mean, on I, occasion. I, I, I have bought it before. Right. But if, if you're, I mean, I could probably count them by one hand. Right. One, uh, like three or four times, I think I'm gotten downloadable content <sighs> I, I would rather just be in the game why, why do i have to buy the game and then buy Head more on, on top stuff. of the game just yeah, put yeah. it on the game i'm trying to think what i'm going to do after the show i think i'm just going to break down the set and watch tv and then go to bed it's been a shitty week see this is this is where drinking comes in handy uh Looks like I picked a bad week <laughs> to stop sniffing glue. <laughs> I was exactly going to use that one, too. <laughs> I was going to use the sniffing glue one. I don't believe it. All right. I think it's time to wrap this up and uh, go to the quickening, I think. You okay. all ready? You set? Absolutely. I'm always set. Hang on. I was waiting because, again, we've got that stupid-ass delay. Oh, okay. We'll wait till it stops. Then we go. 
Greetings, Highlander. You call? I'm starting to see a trend here, and when this is playing, it's uh-huh. now showing up here in the voice box, which shouldn't be happening. Infinite loop. It's looping. See, well, that, that's, that's because you played it and stopped it. Probably yeah. played it again. It, yeah. All right, I don't know what the hell is wrong with Sam and Coder tonight. It, it, you know what? That's just that's how tonight's been. It's been one clusterfuck after another. First was a punch to the face. Now it's this shit. I'm telling you, I just, I just get yeah, the show the hell over with. Yeah, I don't know what to, what went on. I know that uh, last week when I listened, uh, the the quickening music played twice. Did it? There was okay. like a, I don't know why that's yeah. happening. I'll have to ask Gnome Wise if he knows what the hell's wrong with uh, Sam. Yeah. But I turn the mouse over to you, sir. Or you are off and running. All right. As always, if you have a question that you'd like me to answer for the quickening, please email me at Highlander1G at gmail.com. Uh, now, obviously, I wasn't here last week, but I uh, phoned it in, so to speak. Uh, I got a big response from the haiku thing. Uh, I haven't done that in a long time, and you guys really seem to like it. So I figured, what the hell? I'll do it again one more week. Just for you, because I care about you so little. So here we go. The quickening. I hope you appreciate it. Question. I just got an atomic wedgie. How do I treat the hemorrhoids? Here's a helpful hint. Quit taking it up the ass, you big gay faggot. (laughs) I got it. All right. There you go. I see where we're going with this. Question. We have Mother Nature and Father Time. Who or what is their bitch child? Difficult to say. If I had to take a guess, I'd say Donald Trump. I don't know why it just came to my mind. Question, if God does exist, why would he let the quickening continue? Surely the quickening counts for at least 75% of all blasphemous things said against God every week in the entire world. A simple answer. I'm still around doing this. What does that tell you? Question, where do black people come from? Is it the same place as the mythical Chinese I keep hearing about? Darkies, porch monkeys, left in the oven too long. Guess God forgot them. Question, my dog ate my used condom. What should I do? Wait about nine months. Expect really big surprise. Ugly dog baby. Question, why is your new co-host Eve so terrible at everything? That's just not true, sir. She's good lying on her back and sandwich making. Question, what are neck beards, and why are they so feared by the general population? Nature's great mistake. Neck beards do have a function, scaring off women. And finally, the last question of the quickening. Is that the last one? Yep, it's the last one. Since I have no hope for a mate, but I want to create a super clone of myself, I was wondering that if by splicing my sperm with that of other choice samples household chemicals, fruit cocktails, etc., and incubating the mixture in my asshole, I could do this. You're a sick fuck. Don't tell that story again. Go die in a fire. And there we have it. The quickening this week, kind of short, but uh, overall the answers are pretty short this week because of the haikus. And if you have a question that you'd like me to answer, please email me at highlander1g at gmail.com. <sighs> Did it get y'all riled up with that one in particular? Yeah, right. I had a feeling. 
I had a feeling it would. Well, I guess we can go ahead and wrap up the show. All right. So, apart from the one thing we're not going to talk about, what else did we learn this week? I imagine I'm going to learn quite a bit very soon. At least I had better. Right. Um, I learned that there are ten scary movies, ten, ten scary games out there that I had never heard of, although I've heard of a couple of them. I heard of a couple, yeah, I've played a couple of those. Not all of them. I'll have to check those out. Uh, what else did we talk about? Uh, learned that uh, about half of uh, game players, console game players, don't use downloadable content. Uh, I found out the Chinese have now finally gone official with their uh, rip-off of Blizzard Star- titles and Starcraft their, rip-off and everything. their amusement park. Um, what else what the heck else did we learn about? We did cover quite a bit. Uh, we did cover quite a Apple bit. Apple wants to do, which is touchscreens and 3Ds and Apple Game System and Apple iTV. Right. Um, Nellup's actually pretty good about going ahead and actually posting all of the uh, what we learned today. He has, oh, okay. He's been very good about this lately, which kind of helps. It definitely does. The TSA and uh, the sex toys we got. We learned that uh, Diablo 3 will be free if you purchase a year subscription to WoW. Apparently, Peter thinks that uh, they're enslaving Shamu by keeping the whale there. Uh, we learned that a woman gave birth as a form of performance art. We did uh, Suvia Game Over the Week, which was Revolution X. We learned about uh, the difference between Hollywood and video game remakes. And uh, nine-year-old Street Fighter. Uh, some kid... Like some kind of weird prodigy that can just boot, beat ass. Oh, what is Amp sounds like someone kicked his puppy. Let's all give him three RC cheers. <laughs> you, you Hurrah. Right? Yeah, there yeah. you go. Huzzah. I, I'm, I'm looking for a huzzah right there. Very nice. <laughs> now, for some reason, the, the uh, post-game yeah, music's good. going double, too. It is? That's what Spyro's saying. Really? Folks, I gotta be honest with you, I have no idea what the hell's wrong yeah, with Yeah, I don't, yeah. Um, I'm guessing there's gotta be something wrong with the program. I may have to just re-download the whole damn thing, which I do probably once every three months because of this, because of problems with this program. So. Uh-huh. Four grand for this thing. Kiss my ass. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, thanks for listening for tuning in. If it wasn't for you, uh, we wouldn't be doing this. Thank you very much for tuning in. I want to thank Dunleft, our IRC bitch and show contributor. Thank you. For compiling all the information that he does and keeping everybody in line. My appreciation to Gnome Wise for putting up our podcast when he is able to. When I get it edited down, this one will be challenging since we had to split it and restart it. Who am I missing? Is it difficult just to put the two pieces together? We're going to find out. Okay. It's not something I've had to do very often. Uh, Our sponsor? Is is Audible still our sponsor? Yes. Okay. Audible Books. Go to audible.com. You can download a free audiobook if you sign up today. Don't forget to join us on World of Warcraft for those still playing under the uh, Shriggs and Bevo. Running that division for Clan Imperial Guard, Clan1G.net. Go Guard. See us on Coilfan US server. We're on the Horde side. It is a PvP clan, so come ready to beat, kick, and, you know, reap ass, I guess. In I that know. order. Yes. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Did we mention that? Uh, Emperor's Court for both. There you go. 